It is Saturday night, and you know what that means. It's time for another episode of Modern Comic Mayhem. Tonight with me, I've got Kyle, I've got the most hated man in Star Wars, Marco, and I've got Solo Wookie. Let's get this party started. Welcome, 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 everyone. It is Modern Comic Mayhem Saturday night. How's everyone going? How's everyone doing tonight? <laughs> still doing good. Still doing good. Hey, when we figure out how to unmute mics, that's when you're going to know we made it. Dude. Right. That's yeah, how we right. make the big We're going to get it then. We're going to get I'm it. I'm not used to StreamYard automatically muting my mic. That's yeah. That's mm-hmm. it's hard to get used to because mm-hmm. I'm not used to using StreamYard like that because we didn't mm-hmm. use that at Absolute Geek. But it wouldn't be. The absent geek crew. If we didn't have some sort of technical difficulty starting a show, that's what makes absolutely fun. So you know, modern comedy. Why did it do that? Okay, <laughs> hold on. That's what I meant to put up. There we go. Drinking game code. You know what to do if you guys are in the chat and you want to have a good time tonight. Scan that QR code. Get those drinking game code words, and let's have a good time. Hey, hey, we are not sorry for for the guy that sent in the complaint about how we got him too drunk because he was following the drinking words. It's not planned. The three of us don't even know what's going on. Blame it all on Kyle. Blame it all on Kyle. All right. And also, like, hey, I'm not. I look. I'm a big whiskey drinker. I usually go through a bottle of these a show. But at the bottom line is, pace yourself. Add a little water. Mix it with something if you have to. Nobody's gonna judge, dude. It's okay. But don't send us the email complaining that that we got you all messed up and the wife put you on the couch. We don't need any more of those. I'm already getting enough trouble as is. I don't need those emails. All right. Look, we've already said all complaint emails can be sent courtesy of Brian McClay at talesfromtheflipside.com. Yeah. That's where all those complaint emails go. I get one more strike. I think I'm out, bro. That's all I'm saying. So, Gonzo, knock it off. <laughs> I don't even see him in the chat yet. He's not even, you, you might be good. He's coming. All right, yeah, he's warming up. He's on the he's, on, he's in the dugout. He's like typing like just mad keys. Yeah, he's ready. Just like, he just, right, he just got notification, <laughs> so he's he's getting ready. That's my boy. Between him and Darth Lopez, they got it covered. What do we got going on this week, Matt? Actually, we got something exciting because I want to talk about it. We do. We have something exciting. Uh, to I know to you, Marco, and probably a lot of our listeners out there. Got division? a little confirmation from uh good old Brian K. Vaughn. That's my buddy. Wow, yeah. nice suit there, Solo. I know. Yeah. Like <laughs> my 6870 Leisure suit. Go WandaVision. That's, yeah. uh, I figured I'd dress the part for WandaVision tonight. So I got my quad pocket leisure suit on and uh, pocket. Little 70s brown stripe going. Is that what you ordered at Starbucks? Yeah, yeah. A little R2-D2 tie action. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Should change your name to Stylo Wookie. That's right. Wookie. That's right. We did finally get that. Bri- you know, there's been a lot of rumors with that, with the Brian K. Vaughn stuff and the saga coming back. I mean, I've heard, I've, you know, obviously, saga hiatus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're just right. You know, the rumor was that him, they were just trying to do it all so they could just push it out at one time. There'd be no more delays. That was in year one. And then year two, it was like, 
Well, the only thing they could say is, yeah, we're really working hard on it so that we can push it out. And But you never really got it from him. There was one interview he did where he said that, and they just kept replaying it, replaying it. Well, it finally came out because he was doing a GoFundMe for – who was he Go doing a GoFundMe for? Do you remember who's doing the GoFundMe for? I can't remember offhand. I was more excited about the saga news I, I did. And I saw Alan Moore, and I really didn't care about the Alan Moore stuff. I was like, Saga, why would you tell us any of this? But at the end of it, he gave us a PS about, hey, it really is coming there. We're we're working as hard as we can. We're we gonna mean it, it this time. Yeah, we do mean it. So there you go. That's his thing. So he's like, uh, you know, if you give all your money and the GoFundMe for the Bob Fund, I'll release a script that I have so I can share it with everybody. It's an Alan Moore script. It's cool. an Alan Moore unreleased Gen 13 script. Yeah, is what it is. I'm excited about that. Um, I know people are, though. I mean, that's cool. Like, yeah, just mocking X-Men is, is a good time. Gen 13 is great. Um, but with that being said, the PS is the best. Because he finally does confirm that it's coming out sooner than later. Thank the Lord. I think we've, we've been waiting finally. forever for this. I mean, Fucking saga, finally. That's one of the best. Obviously, that's one of my favorite reads of all time. Like the, that series is great. Um, I remember when it first came out, and they were trying to sell it. Like we have all these pages for two ninety nine, and it, you didn't even have to sell it like that. I think everybody was just buying it for the storyline. And once you got out to like what was it twelve, where they had the uh, Apple Bandit for a little bit because of too much uh, sexual stuff going on on the TV. We don't want to get banned from YouTube, I guess, so we're not going to perform the action or show the action which occurred on on Mr. Robot, but either way, or on Prince Robot, but either way, it, it's going. And it has been a cliffhanger, so I think it's kind of tough. You know what I mean? So if for those people who forgot what happened, Marco, the hu- the husband to Alana and the mother of uh, Hazel, kind of one of the main characters in there, at the last screen shows him getting stabbed by the will. Uh, and Hazel kind of said something to the effect that not everybody lives. And you also saw that Prince Robot's head was decapitated too. So like they just took out two of the main characters in the book and you're like, oh man, what's going to happen? And then it's been a three year high. I know what happened. He said, fuck it. I'm going to go write fucking paper girls. (laughs) Yay. Sorry, writing paper girls at that time. It wasn't that bad, but whatever. So, I mean, it's really cool. I just wonder like, you know, the, the, there's always that diamond retailer incentive. You know, which one I'm saying, Matt. And the A cover obviously does well. There's like four prints of the covers. Yeah. So the diamond's the one on the right here. And, rare. you know, the, rare. yeah, it's, yeah, that's actually a pretty rare book. Yeah. I mean, I think you're going still, isn't it going for round three, four, somewhere around there? No, and the right other one. Yet. I think they're even higher than that now. I think a nine, eight. I no, think I think nine, eights are probably around three, three to four. I think they're probably three, three or four K. While you're looking at like the regular cover going for like 30, 350 to 400, 450, somewhere around there, which is kind of cool. The one that I really like though is they've actually got a, you know, the variant of this, there's a uh, Spanish variant or Mexican variant of this. It's a silver variant, comes in like a poly baggish type thing. It's really cool. It's pretty cheap too, like 20 bucks, but you're seeing movement in this. I was talking to some of the foreign guys earlier and I was like, hey, you know, they read out Saga and they go, we know because we've, had a lot of people ask us for a link to find the the silver variant, which is the Mexican variant, which is kind of cool. It's the same as the cover. Yeah, there you go. It's the same as the cover eight. This doesn't do it justice. If you see it with a sticker on it, that's good. Don't worry about it because that means it's still in the poly bag, which is probably how you want it, or not really a poly bag, but it's still bagged, which is kind of how you probably want it. it. means they haven't touched it or taken it out, and you can definitely get some thumbprints on it. I have seen a couple nine eights come out of there, 
which anything foreign, you're kind of always gambling on it, but don't take my word for it. Go talk to people like Rob or Matt uh, and John Z and ask them about it. But like getting stuff shipped. Not, uh, not this, Matt. Don't, not that, Matt. don't ask me no, no. anything. I don't, I don't know anything. But, you know, getting that stuff out of other countries, especially through shipping and everything else, can be a bit of a challenge. This is definitely kind of a cool cover to go after with the, you know, this isn't like a huge TV spec, movie spec thing. I don't think Brian is, Brian said it before. He doesn't really see this as optioning. He just, it's one of those classic runs that when it gets all said and done, that it's gotten a lot of people I knew back into comics and independent comics, and it really got people hyped, and people are trying to full run collect this. So I don't think it's going to come under the radar much when one comes out, but you never know. Like you never know what's going to happen. Sometimes some of these things are weird how people miss these books coming out. So keep an eye out for it. Hopefully we'll get it within the next year. I doubt it, but I hope we do, man. I really hope we do. Anyways, what else we got? What was the print run of Saga? The saga oh, a crap ton. A crap ton. Be- yeah, the, the number one wasn't so bad, but then they, they had like four... So what the fourth print is the lettering. Show me the first print again so I can remember what the fourth print is. Okay. So the lettering on Saga for the fourth print is, I think, black letters. And inside, it's clear. There's a blue lettered one. And, oh, I can't remember what the last variation of it. But they definitely did four runs on it. Now, obviously, when we say a lot, I'm talking a lot for an image title. You know, we're talking like 65K overall between the prints probably. Maybe a little bit less. I don't know. I didn't look at the Comic Con. I'm not talking like 100,000, 200,000. That would be ridiculous. But it's definitely up there for that type of run. The Diamond one, though, that's tough. It's just tough. That's a tough book to get. Uh, and it's absolutely cool. Fiona did a great job on it. There is a couple other variants that they have running around that look dope. But between this one and probably, I guess, the other main key in this run would be the Apple book because issue number 12 because that was the one if you recall you know the apple wouldn't let you download it and it caused a big stink and then they wanted it edited and that actually you know i know this book was pretty popular when it first came out but when that apple thing happened saga went nuclear because it made all the news cycles and there wasn't a lot of news going on at that point so then everybody had to see what the series is about then you start seeing fourth prints of like one then you saw the uh, number two i think went to third print Number three went to third print, I think. You know, you just start to see a lot more third and fourth prints of this book overall. It did a lot better than I think people thought it was going to do. And it should. I mean, it's a great story. It's cool. They do Space Odyssey. Obviously, I'm a big fan of Space Odyssey. This is a little bit more adult than the Star Wars stuff would probably be. But with that being said, and they also have like the magic element to it. Across the board, it's a good book. It's a good read if you haven't read it. But it's coming back. So that's good news. Let's see what happens with the books. I think people will... You know, it's been an awful lot of people's radars lately, but stayed steady price-wise. So let's see what it does when it um, gets reintroduced. You do love your Space Odyssey. What's that? Um, Spock? Isn't that your favorite character? Or maybe Kirk? Captain Kirk. I think it's Kirk. It's definitely Tiberius. So Comic Weekly is asking about the Spanish number one. They're in the number one regular cover. There's also the the Mexican variant like we showed in the silver, which is pretty dope. I mean, I, I really do like the silver one. And honestly, I think that's a $20 book. If you can get it for $20, I'm avoiding what you idiots are talking about down there. Uh, five prints, I think. Was it five? Pa- Patrick says he thinks it went to five prints. He might be right. I thought it was somewhere over there, four or six, but whatever. Could have gone to five. Four, six, five. It's all the same. It's all At that point, it's all getting to be the same. After three, it's a run-on sentence. Did anybody else read this? Is anybody else caught up to date on this, or is it just me yeah. with this thing? No, it's oh, been three years. 
Did you stop? You guys read it at one point, though, right or no? Yeah, I never read it. I, I've reread it in the last, the uh, last. Well, I guess now it's a new year, so eh, close to the last year. That's because he finally yeah. just bought the trades for it. I know. <laughs> what? So no, I do on the trade, book? No, I, I bought the big hardcover books, and I, since I bought them, I was like, uh, "All right, I'll read it again." Yeah, it's definitely good. I mean, I think it's right that you're not going to be able to cinematically see most of the stuff we kind of talked about earlier. That there's just too much. Like it's just too much. It's good, but it's too much. So is it too much? Comic Talk Weekly says all 52 issues and one trade paperback, pretty cheap to get yeah. caught up. Ooh. That's cool. That's what you should get. I might have to look into that. I'm not going to get into it now, though. Well, the other, uh, the other big news we had coming out of this week is the uh, the announcement of the end of Venom. Donny Cates is leaving the book after issue 200, and he has confirmed that that is it. He's done. He's not writing this character anymore. He is moving on. Where do you see Donny Cates taking his talents to? Do you see, you think you see him staying on Thor and doing his creator own stuff, or do you see him? Taking over another big time Marvel book. Um, oh, boy, he's got to do another Marvel book. Yeah, he's, he's going. I, I guarantee he's fucking locked in for. I think he's gonna do FF. Think, think so? You think he's gonna hit the Fantastic Four? Huh? I don't know. He could. I mean, I guess if you're reading it, I mean, he's it's he's it, it's all intertwined with it. Like, yeah. if you're Marvel, isn't that what you do? I mean, even if you put him on something else, right? Yeah. If he maybe Spider Man too, but like if you if you have him. If you have him doing that, wouldn't you like him to, to revive one more big, big character or characters like Fantastic Four, something that's been that's been in hiatus for so long that they need something big to happen there? Bring him well, back through that and even do eight and then come over and do the Spider-Man stuff and finish off Spider-Man runs? If I was the owner and, and CEO or whatever at Disney, that's what I'd want because now that Disney has acquired a lot of those rights for that stuff and they're talking production movie stuff down the road, I probably want to rehype that and get some good new stories and books out and sell that and get that hyped back up before I start pumping a bunch of movies. I mean, could you... Or whatever. Patrick thinks he goes to Spidey. I don't Spen think... Yeah. I, I think that's... Yeah. I think that's pretty Dad close. doesn't think he's going to Spidey, though. I, I don't think he's going to Spidey. He said that's his dream is to go do a Spider-Man. And, and I think he said amazing Spider-Man, but I could be misquoting. I, I don't think he goes to Spidey because that's kind of, I don't know. I kind of see that as a lateral move going from Venom to Spidey. You're going from like the second, the, I guess you could say one of the main villains to back to the, the main hero. I think he moves on. Fantastic Four is an interesting um, thought. Um I mean, I, I think there's a fantastic, yeah, Fantastic Four. I, I couldn't think of, I can't think of anything else I'd like to see him run right now, but I don't think he goes Spidey. Even do you think though he gets off, do you think he gets off Thanos? Because if you're going to move, you know, like how, how he did Guardians and he did Doctor Strange and then he did Thanos and, you know, he did those moves. He did Guardians and Strange, Strange, then Guardians, then moving Thor, and then he went over to Venom. So, like, do you think he's going to do a double move too and see if somebody else can hold down Thor for a while? Should be about that time. Well, and yeah, I don't, I don't know that stuff because he's doing crossover still too, isn't he? He's gonna go do stuff with DC. I don't think he is because isn't he exclusive to Mar to Marvel? He's got like that one of those weird exclusive contracts where he's exclusive to Marvel but can still do his own creator own stuff. Mm -hmm. So I don't think he's I don't think he's going to DC. Um, dude, 
I know Spencer has not been well received. I, his his run on Spidey, even though I'm loving it, has not been well received overall. So Spidey wouldn't shock me. I just don't think Spidey is where he goes. He's he's kind of got this cosmic thing going, right? Yeah, that's what I was kind of feeling and, too. You know, I, I'm thinking maybe Silver Surfer. Maybe Silver Surfer gets a relaunch in a standalone t- title. He already he, did Silver Surfer. I know. He, I know he had Silver Surfer Black, but oh, he did do Silver Surfer. Yeah, Black. The black, but but with yeah. that being said, he could do that if he moved off fan. I think you'd have to move him off both for that. You have to give him a major title, right? I forgot so, about Silver Surfer Black. So I mean, what major title? I that's why I think FF because what major title is in the most need of help? Yeah, and <laughs> something that he could pump up to make good, and that's one of them. FF is probably, um, and and you're not far off, Matt. I mean, if he goes into Fantastic Four, he can start tapping into the the Galactus and Silver Surfer mm-hmm. and, and all that, and tie that all back together, like he uh, alluded to doing. What year? whatever long ago when he was talking about doing all that and making the cosmic universe. Yeah. Yeah, I I think he's just tired of writing all these books for Marvel. And he's like, I'm just going to drop this and just move forward with Thor. And no, he likes the paycheck. Yeah. No, I think he likes the attention too. I think he likes the attention too. Having top selling books. I'm out. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, what we're saying is, I'm trying to make a lot of money with Marvel. I'm just going to tone it down a bit, right? <laughs> but he finishes Thor, George. I think that's the thing, George said. He still has to finish up uh, Black Winter. Yeah, sure, but like when he finishes that, what's he going to do? Because he does like to move on. He doesn't like to stay long too long for stuff. So, well, you know, there's more. To th- he's going to go after King and Black is done with Thor because there's already more tease there. But you're you're already kind of starting to see. If you read the new issue, King and Black, we'll get into it later. He's already kind of tying all three of his runs together. Mm-hmm. All three of his runs are starting to to finally collapse in on each other and tie into each other. So who who knows what's gonna where he's gonna go next? But there you go. Lopez has a great point. What if he throws everyone for a loop and goes over to Star Wars or Doctor? He's joking. <laughs> Stop that. Get out of here with that noise. Everyone's just like, we saw it fantastic. He, he no, I don't want him to Star Wars. He goes and he makes the ultimate Luke Skywalker run. It <laughs> 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 makes Marco cry. I, <laughs> I actually like, honestly, I like how Luke is portrayed in the comics. They do a really good job with a lot of his storylines in the comics. If you haven't been reading it, like even when they brought him back, the Boba Fett almost blowing him up when he was looking for... Um, obi-wan's journals that type of stuff then when he came back even in the kylo ren book when he was in that kylo ren book he was fighting off the knights of ren that was really cool that was a great scene when he went to the temple and all but um yeah so i mean they've done already a good job with him a lot of people have in the comics i don't know if you're going to do a luke skywalker run but whatever (laughs) gates is going to do it (laughs) I know people keep saying in the chat he teased Spidey on IG about a week ago, but yeah. isn't that kind of Donny Cates' thing? He likes to kind of light fires and start speculate, start his own speculation, and kind of toot his own horn and get his own stock up. And hey, John's got it too. Like, what if he does do a, a short mini? Because they he likes to do that. What if he does a mini on Doc Doom standalone series and then tailors that into FF? That would be kind of cool. I think. I don't know. That'd be a great way to do it. I, I think so. I got some DD he could sell too. The consensus, at least of the the fantastic, fantastic MCM chat, is that they want to see him on Spider Man. So. <laughs> I think that makes the most sense. Cosmic it creates. Sense. Look at Colin. Yeah, this is what he's gonna do. He creates. He's gonna create the cosmic Leia. 
So what, what do you what do you put them on though? Do you put them on ASM? Do you put them on Spider Man? Do you put them on Ultimate Spider Man? Do you put them on? <laughs> He's going to make Leia flying through space make sense. God damn it! I, I mean, <laughs> where, where do you what Spider Man? There's so many Spider Man titles. What do you what do you put them on? I think he goes. I, I hope he does the journals of Peter Parker. Dear journal. <laughs> <laughs> Out of here, <laughs> Dear All right. Oh, Mary Jane. Today it was changing swinging, in the window, <laughs> swinging through the city, and there was a girl changing. I swung back. <laughs> there was no crime in the area. My little fighter suit got a little bit tighter. <laughs> on that note, we had a couple guys just show up in the back and backstage. I think we're going to introduce them here in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> You guys are terrible, man. Spidey love. I'll sleep with that. ASM would what? be bigger. I, sh- I shot an extra web that night. Matt, please, <laughs> if we could. We got two guys to introduce. They've been on this channel a couple times before. Uh, James and Jonathan from Hive Comics. Fellas, what's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's up? hey we, we, saw some, we, we saw some very impressive uh, covers lately that you yeah. guys have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can we pull this up, Matt, real quickly? Give everybody a little bit of a screenshot. Put us to the side so we can see it. That is really dope. Oh my god, that Berserker oh. Warrior is looking. Ah, oh, that's good. It's, yeah, he, yeah. We've been we've been waiting in the area. What's that? We've been waiting forever to get a release that cover. <laughs> we've had Jeez. that OA for a couple months. Yeah, I know you guys have been hinting at it. It came out. Hey, I. It's awesome, dude. It's really super awesome. How many pockets does he have? How many pockets does yeah, he have? Though? That's piano Deadpool is what that is. That is look at all that pockets and bombs and guns and knives. Like that is dope. It's, it's like he's got a sock in his pants. Yeah. just happy to be on the cover. It's a great cover. Um, so when does this come out? When do we when do we get to finally we've been teased this for the longest of times? Give us a little promo, give us a little rundown. When does this come out? When can we start buying this? Want to tell them? We can tell them, right? Yeah, tell them. Yeah, we'll tell you guys. We've been keeping it. Uh, this will be the first we've announced a release date and time. We haven't. Oh, nice. We've been keeping everybody on their toes for this, but. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna tell us now. We gotta wait. This is good. All right, there we go. No, <laughs> the release will be this Saturday. Um, this upcoming Saturday, we'll do it at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern, which has kind of become our standard release time. Uh, so yeah, 4 p.m. Eastern. This coming Saturday, the what thirtieth? The thirtieth. Thirtieth. It releases on shelves uh, February twenty-fourth. Yeah. All right. Nice. And what's so, what's it going to run for? If we online, what are we? What's it? What are we looking at price wise? Price point for this? Uh, just nineteen ninety-nine. We don't want to gouge on it, but no, these uh, certain publishers, it's a little more expensive to do work with. Um, right. As phenomenal as he is, uh, he's not cheap. So yeah, I mean, yeah, this right. was a for us to do. But we did it because we believed in this book. I think it's it's just too cool to not do a cover for, right? Right, so, right, right. And this is this will be Victor uh, Gardunio's first uh, comp published comic cover too. Yeah, well, like it looks like he killed it. Yeah, yeah, he did. killed it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good covers out there. Yeah, I'm partial to ours, but you know. <laughs> no yeah when i saw it i was just blown away because i know i know you guys have been teasing it and kind of i saw some other type of theories of what covers were going to look like then when this one came out the red background with the you know the whole war going on in the background and then it just has him popping which is 
which was pretty dope. But you guys do pretty good on most of your covers, right? Like it's so impressive how some how much time and how much effort is getting into some of these um, these variants. I remember when it was just like pretty much cheap swipes. Well, we're going to talk about swipes later on today, but like I remember yeah. how it was like cheap swipes for the longest time. That's what a lot of the variants were. And like yeah. to see actual like original art or cool art come out. And then, I mean, it's just nice to finally have cool covers that, again that people want to go after. Yeah. Now, how did you find him to do it? Um, we had a buddy that, that mentioned, uh, mentioned to us months and months ago. and was like, Hey, check this dude's stuff out. It's pretty, it's pretty good. Um, so we took a look into it and I hit him up. Um, it took weeks of back and forth to kind of, uh, talk to him more about the comic stuff. He hadn't really, you know, he hadn't done it before, so he didn't know how it worked, um, or anything like that. So he had a lot of questions, which is good. So it took some time to like talking to him and, and, and figuring out when he could fit our project in. Um, cause he does commissions 24 seven. I mean, the guy's constantly doing commissions and selling prints. Um, he's got a really tight schedule, so it was hard to get us in, but luckily, you know, we got approved for this book six months ago. Um, so we had time. Um, yeah. And he, he sent us away and we submitted away three and a half months ago. Yeah. We found him. Somebody hit us up and said, Hey, check this guy out. And, and we fell in love with his work immediately. Dang. That's cool. What? Um, so do you give him an idea or you just say, fuck it show me something badass or did you guys have like a rough idea what you wanted to see with this one no not really we usually do we usually have a, a bit of input um with the artists just some ideas thrown out there with like gallagher and uh maria key and i don't know uh peach when we were doing books with peach there's some ideas out there but with victor it was like after we got done like talking to him about the whole process, he was kind of like, "Oh, I got an idea." Like, just <laughs> that makes it easy. yeah. But is that is that is that scary? Also, like, you know, <laughs> I mean, like when you have an art because he's not really giving you many options, is he? Can you walk us through that? Like, so he just said, "Hey, I'm doing this," and then you get one option, or did you get two or three options, or was it, it was over after one? He, I mean, he he gave us rough. Uh, he did a rough draft on a digital rough draft to kind of do some basic layouts for us. Um, and we kind of, we got the concept and thought it was cool. So we told him to just run with it. But I mean, it took him a month to paint this. It's not, you know, it's not digital. It's not done in, in pen and ink. It's, you know, dude does oil, oil painting and, uh, and uh, Coptic, Coptic markers and, and, and colored pencils. I mean, he, he crosses the whole, the whole field. So, I mean, it took, that's a month's worth of work to do that piece. So once he got going on it, you know, about halfway through, it was kind of that, like, there ain't no turning back at that point. So, but we had a lot of faith in him to produce something amazing. And, and I think he pulled it off. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I think he did too. I think this is a, I, when we all saw it, we were like, wow, wow. We couldn't believe that's what it was. I can't wait to order it. Yeah, cool. Saturday's just not going to come quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> what so else do you? Being a new guy, how how do you can, can you guys lock guys in? How how do you guys work on like keeping an artist around or, or making them more just kind of your exclusive um, cover guy or or do you guys go that route? Not not necessarily. I mean, so we've done some work with Stan Yak. You guys seen like his turtles last Ronin cover? Yeah, last Ronin. Yeah, I've been I've been working with Stan for 
year and a half to two years talking all the time. So he's just kind of there. Nobody else has been asking him to do covers. It blows my freaking mind. So it's like, all right, well, we'll hoard him. You know what I mean? Like he's he'll 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 message me and be like, hey, you got any work for me? Like, we'll find something, dude. We'll find something. Sure. So so what so what's he doing next for you? Uh, Stan? Yeah, right. Yeah, Proctor yeah. Valley, right? Proctor Valley Road. Uh, oh man, they already know. So he does have stuff already coming out. Yeah, well, then he's still doing uh, Turtles for us. Yeah, he's doing yeah. the last uh, three, four, and five for Last Ronin for us. Yeah. Oh, nice. So that, he'll have a yak set, you know? Oh, that's awesome. That's it's nice that you guys can keep around. You know, you. Uh, how much do you worry, though, that like somebody like that, because you've built a good relationship, right? I think what Solo Wookie's asking is, you think he's going to stay the whole run for you guys? Or do you th have you had that happen before where somebody just comes in and swipes out the artist that you thought was going to keep doing a couple a couple covers for you or have you been lucky to like obviously you're lucky with yak you've built a good relationship with him where he's not going anywhere but we had we had an experience with um with peach when we did i i had done mercy and we did sleeping beauties one and we did no heroin one two and three we had all those lined up and then um and then she blew the hell up you know everybody wanted to do it. so there were a bunch of other retailers that pretty much said okay hey uh we want you to do 25 covers for us the rest of this year and you know an artist most of the time an artist is going to go where all that big money is oh yeah That's you know uh, it, which sucks um but we haven't had we haven't had trouble really keeping artists i mean we've had an experience where an artist decided had told us they were going to do a certain amount of covers for us mm -hmm. and then after the first one was finished, backed out on the last couple, which oh. we just won't ever work. We just won't ever work with that person again. Oh yeah, it's gonna be. Good. So, are you constantly looking for artists? Like you're bouncing. I mean, like, do you have like, yeah, secret honey holes that you guys have that people don't <laughs> like? That you have like this pool that you could go to and pull out, or is no, it just I mean, word of mouth? Or uh, you know what? Honestly, I I find them personally. I find them on Facebook. Um, and because I'll just, I'm looking at all sorts of artist pages and art groups. And, um, let's see, we got who is Ivan, Ivan Dow. Ivan Dow, you guys heard of him? Yep. Um, picked him up to do a cover for us the other day. Kind of a quick, like, oh, hey, we need this in like seven days, dude. And he was like, cool. All right. Really? <laughs> but, yeah. 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 Luckily, he got some open. That's but nice. um, but like, like Maria Key, you guys have seen uh, she did our "By the Horns" cover. Yep. Um, she's doing a "Cult of Dracula" one through six for us. Uh, the one, the one we've already shown. Um, but with Maria, we had actually decided like, hey, Maria's, she's doing unbelievable work, and nobody's asking her to do anything. So we locked we locked Maria in for 2021. Oh, nice. So if some other retailer wants to do a Maria cover, they can talk to us. Oh, dude, yeah. that's really awesome. Cool. <laughs> we're, hoping to, we're hoping to put out her like first 20 covers. You know what I mean? Like that's definitely uh, cool, man. Good, yeah. good for you. Good for yeah, you. That's awesome. So what else do we have coming up here besides that? What else do we have coming up? I think you got some stuff for us. Oh, we, some we, other... Yeah, Go we. Ahead, so. 
There are two books went on sale today. There was a Deep Beyond number one, an image book, and J.K. Woodward did the cover for it. I think we have those up. Can we pull those up? Yep. One more right now. All right. Oh, yeah. But, and actually, look, there's the other. That's a Stan Yak cover, the Stray Dogs. Stray Dogs. That's dude, cool. I love that, that Deep Beyond cover. Yeah, yeah dude. Oh, dude, it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. And he's quick too. He was like, I think he did that in like two or three days. Wow. And Stan Yak did that other Stray Dogs cover in like a day. <laughs> it blows my mind. Like, hey, can you do this? Sure. Next message is like, what do you think about this? Like, okay. All right. <laughs> That's amazing. I couldn't draw any of that in like yeah. a couple months, you know, unless I was tracing it. <laughs> that is amazing. Like even when you think about like commission, so it even sounds like you're kind of almost doing the commission thing, but it's better, right? Like, cause they're getting this back to you fast and then you're locking them up for a while and you're seeing if they have spots. Like, I think a lot of us know just because with the blanks, we try to get commissions done or, or, or stuff like that. It's the same way we go out there. We stand in lines where you're just finding them on Facebook and going, Hey, cool. Do you have time? Let's lock you up. And they're returning stuff in one. That's crazy, dude. That turnaround time is Especially for quality like this is pretty dope. Yeah. Seven days? I would have shit my pants if someone brought that back in seven days. <laughs> right? <laughs> no. What, what makes you choose to use Facebook over like DeviantArt or websites where to, to go right for artists? Well, I mean, we, we look at DeviantArt as well. Um, but it's Facebook's nice because it's just you know somebody that knows somebody every time. You know what I mean? So when you reach out to these guys, it's like, oh, you they know 10 people you know it almost already it almost auto breaks the ice oh, as it were. Cool. so yeah, I mean, it makes it a little easier you know we also like we get a lot of suggestions from our the guys you know our customers too um on artists and and we always you know we always pay attention to those and take a look at them we found a couple that way too um they'll be like hey check this person out and it works out well for us nice. plus and I mean, I also... you... oh go ahead sorry <laughs> If you if you just pay attention to like you know just because we're doing books doesn't mean we don't pay attention to uh, other retailers you know doing some books too so um, I mean I had no idea who Peach Momoka was until I saw I think I saw I think it was a Comic Mint did like some magic cover or something like that and I wasn't particularly a fan because I don't really I don't really collect that stuff. But I noticed, I noticed that uh, people went nuts over it, and so I was like, okay, well, I mean, if people are going nuts over it, then she does something else, probably gonna go nuts over it too, you know? Yeah. So, who's the hardest person you ever had to get? It was the it was the toughest sell. The toughest artist we had to get. Like, like it was just a like you really wanted them, and they were just a pain in the ass to get. Um, well, it took what would you think, Del Otto? Yeah, well, probably Del Otto, probably mm -hmm. Gabriel Del Otto. We yeah. got a cover coming out from him, I don't know, soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> because, because our the publisher actually contacted them for us, contacted him for us, and I mean, we've been trying to contact the dude long time two months something like that and it's almost impossible 
So yeah, I bet some of those big, big names like the Lotto or, or even like Eastman and that, I mean, you start getting into that realm of, of, uh, of, uh, you know, cover fandom where you, you, it's not like your people got to call their people who call the other people who call, you know, McFarland's people. To talk to McFarland. You, got, you know, there's like four buffers yeah. in there. So I, I can imagine that'd be near impossible to even get a hold of or talk to some of those people. Yeah, I mean that's conventions. That's why we need conventions back. You know, it's, yep. that's that's for people like us. That's it's perfect. You know, we get to go talk to these guys and 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 make those introductions and hand out cards and and uh, it makes stuff a lot easier. So right now, without conventions, it certainly made things a little more difficult. Um, but we found ways, so it's it's working out for us. It just takes time. What's the major conventions you guys go to typically? Do you, is there like a couple that you hit every single time or do you just try to make the big ones or do you guys go for? I've been to San Diego last two years and Emerald City last two years. And then we've got one here in Salt Lake um, that I think we've both been to a few times. But as far as Hive, we haven't been to any. Um, this year will be our first year going to any. Uh, but we're trying to hit – we're going to try and hit Emerald City. We're going to try and booth the Emerald. Nice. And then it looks like we'll be boothing at FanX. Uh, we're working out some charity side of that too to, to, to help out some local charities when we do uh, the FanX one just because we're going to save so much money on travel and we get mm -hmm. to sleep in our own beds at night. Like it's it's going to be so cheap for us there that like right. us making money at a local con is going to be way easy. So we figured mm -hmm. we'll pass some of that on. Nice. Uh, so we're working out the details on that. Um, but I think we go right now to Old City, and then we're going to see what happens beyond that. Uh, now, did you guys save a lot of some of your earlier books and, and keep, you know, five or ten of them back in a box for to sell at a con later on? Or, or are you, you know, just sitting on some of the newer stuff? We've got back stock of just about every book. Um, I would say... The one book we don't really is some of the last Ronin stuff, the uh, Color Splash and the Stanyak for issue one. Yeah. We just we've got a couple off the CGC that are like personals and a few to sell, but that's it. Um, but everything else we've managed to keep, you know, we've we've managed to keep at least ten or twenty of everything um, for that, you know, just for that thought. Like one day we'll be able to take them to con. Yeah, that's, that's a good thought. That's great thinking. You guys out. had you guys had Gallagher on uh, crossover two and three, correct? You guys had one, two, one, two, three, and four. One, two, three, and four. So you got them for all four. Wow. And, that's awesome. and five and six. Oh, yeah. nice, dude. He's hey, he's got he's doing some real. Oh, I see a lightsaber in the background. I'm a fan. <laughs> it's my hey, you got, you want Marco over. Yeah, you got me one over. You just gotta watch out that dark that dark saber weighs a little bit more if you're gonna battle. But with that Gallagher, two was the one on the spinner rack, right? I like that one where she was in the spinner rack and there was some type of lightning on it, and three had the two cars set on it. I remember that. I can't remember one really quickly off the top of my head. One he's like, uh, the book's blowing his brains out. You know? Yeah. All right. Yeah, like a, it's like a take on cover A, but right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, that's some good stuff. You guys definitely have some cool books. Um, you know, obviously for those people listening that want to check them out, go to Hives Comics. I think you guys have everything listed there, obviously. It's probably how it goes now that you're not going to shows. It's all got to be online at this and point. tell so. everybody again when you get, when they can, we all can buy that goddamn book that's hanging up behind you. Yeah, next Saturday. 
Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Also, hey, did you guys, I think we sent you one more cover that we haven't really shown at all. Is it for that book or is it for a different book? Nuclear Family. Oh, no, we have that. We can put that up real quickly. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, put up the nuclear good. family one. Dude, that's dope. That God so damn it. Cool. I got to buy another book. <laughs> I don't know what's – these covers, you know, a lot of the stuff that's been coming out right now that's been uh, – especially with these retailer ones that have the little bit of almost like the EC style to it, you know, going back to like showing books that are really cool, like stuff that has to do something like this. You know, we saw some freaky clowns last week. You know, all that – it reminds us all that, yeah, it reminds us all kind of that EC type stuff and all that Literally. stuff that, you know, the seduction stuff. It's really cool to see it coming back out. It's really awesome to see the quality of stuff they're doing here. Um, I mean, hey, look, you're not the only ones. The chat's kind of going a little bit crazy for this, too. So, yeah. So, when does that go on sale? What's the story behind that one? I think we got that one on sale February 6th. So, the week after the weekend after Berserker. We have so like the weekend after Berserker, this goes up along with we're doing a, a scout book called Black Friday. Um, Alan Qua is doing a connecting set of one, two, and three for us, but we don't have any cover art yet for it. Otherwise, we'd throw it your way. Here, I'm just going to mail you my debit card so we can just get. <laughs> hey, on that, on that. Uh, we, uh, we actually, we, we've had a lot of customers, no kidding, say stuff like that. They're like, can you just put it on file? Like, I'm tired of like, you guys do two releases a week and I don't want to miss anything. Right. So starting next month, we're doing a pilot program where we're giving some of our customers like a, Hey, this is how much every book's going to cost this month. If you want to just pay it at the first of the month. So you don't have to be on our website every single Saturday at four o'clock to catch everything. Oh, and it's nice. selling out then have at it. Here not you go. Just a, you know what, man? It's not just a place to put your hat. <laughs> right? Yeah. So monthly hold boxes, like one month at a time hold boxes is kind of what we're, we're going to start doing for these guys because it's hard. I mean, you're trying to catch covers every single weekend sometimes, and it's, man, it gets, it gets tough, especially if you're working on the weekends and stuff like that. I mean, it can get rough. So we still want our, uh, our customers to miss out. That's, That's really cool, man. I definitely really don't want to miss this cover. I'll tell you that right now. Great yeah. idea. Apparently, they want to know: Can you uh, can you do a Ben Roethlisberger variant? That's not funny, guys. That's not funny. <laughs> Come on, Ben. I mean, Marco. Great ah. idea. All right, I don't look like Ben. That's not funny. It's not funny. All right. I don't no, know. I've seen the resemblance. Yeah, get out of here. Nobody sees the resemblance. Are, this are, is cool, man. You guys are fucking killing it. Banners in there somewhere? Isn't that what yeah, we're supposed to do now? Dude, yeah. I like. Hey, you can put a little berry in there. You know, he ran a couple <laughs> yards here. He did kind of, kind of left us there for a bit. But uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, if you're gonna do, uh, if you're gonna do great Pittsburgh quarterbacks, though, you can put Charlie Batch in there. EMU's finest. So. Um, no way we'll get that joke except for if you, it's a deep cut. It's a very deep cut. Anyway, trying to sell books, not leave them sitting on their shelf. <laughs> that one will sit. <laughs> this is cool, though. You guys really got some good stuff, and that's a great idea to have that to have the full box service. I think that's something that you know when we were talking to a couple other people. Oh, awesome! I think that when we were talking to a couple other people uh, about it, you know, they were asking because they said, "Hey, you you, you talked to so and so or did such and such? I missed it." I don't know if you've seen the my girlfriend excuse uh, yeah. on, online about people missing books and such like that. 
that's the newest excuse. It used to be my girlfriend messed up my ASM. Now it's my girlfriend uh, didn't order the book. Could I get it or whatever that situation is? So it's good to see that you don't look cutting out all the excuses for people uh, is, is better better overall. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, every, everybody likes the lightsaber in the background. That's amazing. He's riding it like a horse now. So. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, I got little ones too. That happens. If you got a lightsaber, you might as well ride it like a horse, right? Exactly. <laughs> Man, I, so can we run through those covers one more time so we can ooh and all over once more? No, oh, please do. Sure. What the hell is he drinking? What is Wookie drinking out of? I don't know. All right, it's my winning the poo cup. Man, get out of here. So these are for sale right now. People can go to your website right now and order these. Yeah, yeah. comics.com. You can go there and get these. Deep Beyond Sweet. I like that octopus. Mm. Dude, that's, that's super detailed. Man, that's dope. I mean, this is coming out in February. Right here. February 5th or 6th. February 6th. 6th. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Neil Nelson, he also did a black cotton, if you guys missed out on that one. We still got some available you on still the website. Those on there. Okay. And then we got there's a there's two covers to this, right? There's this one you guys have, and then aren't you selling another cover too? Uh not for no. Berserker. Only one cover, my bad. We, we yeah. have we have two covers coming for Cult of Dracula number one. That's what it is. All right. Yeah. That's a badass cover. That is, dude. That is super realistic. I mean, that just I it makes know. you feel the, the pain of war. No. <laughs> It makes me feel like I'm the bad guy and I want to run. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, like, I'm out, bro. No, I ain't, gonna, I ain't doing that one. <laughs> Rambo, maybe. This one? Nope. nope. <laughs> yeah, that, that stray dog is, it does look a lot like the Blair Witch Project comments. That's really yeah. cool. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. It's an homage to the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Well, if you guys looked at some of their other covers, I think cover A is uh cover A for that book is an homage to Silence of the Lambs. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So those are great covers. God. Thank you. Appreciate it. You guys are killing it with these covers. Yeah, for sure. We're trying. We're trying. All right. So we're gonna No 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 no. You're not trying. You're doing it. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe maybe you did that in the past. You tried, then you figured it out now. So definitely, like the February, we got to do. We got to get some art together for the February one. I think we have to remember, remind everybody about that too. I think that's going to be. I think you guys need to come back and talk Rivers about. Dope. It. Yeah, I think Nuclear Family is just jeez, man. That's going to be a hot one. Right? That's going to be a good one. So yeah, definitely have you guys back out for that too and stuff. I don't know what you guys have for the rest of the day. If you guys got uh, lightsaber fights going on back there or whatever <laughs> else. Sounds like it's time to practice uh, the, some training of the force. <laughs> oh man, like, he'll grab those and run run past me when I'm in here doing work and just smack me in the side of the head with them running out, out the door. Yeah. <laughs> Gets yeah. me with them constantly. Uh, whatever. What can you do? He's having fun with them. That's awesome. That is awesome. Hey, so that's cool. Thanks. Thanks for that, Joel. There we go. And since it was pushed back, how much the scramble will be to grab it? Yeah, I do too. Since Berserker's been pushed back, I don't know. There's a lot of people that have been waiting for that. I mean, that didn't get How off anybody's. How long did it get pushed back? 
Well, I think we're used to it though. Last Ronin's been pushed back like how many times? All right, oh, you're man. right. You're right. Don't remind me. <laughs> but I think last Ronin. I think last Ronin was like, oh, okay, this is pushed back again. Where like Berserker, everybody was like, when's it coming out? When's it coming out? When's it coming out? When's it coming out? I mean, that's all. Yeah. It, if you even said the word, or if you said Keanu Reeves, it was like, well, you know, Berserker writes coming out. So I think it's a little bit different situation on that. I think. I think you're gonna see that stuff kind of fly a little bit. Um, I need to let the chat know that they need to wait so that I can order a cover two and don't order them all. Yeah, you guys are getting a couple of orders. That's straight dog. <laughs> in the black oh, do, if, if anybody is interested, we do have pre-orders of all the ratios for Berserker up on our website already. Um, oh, nice. You know, incentives are always good grabs. You know. Right, 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 dude. That's cool. That's awesome. So go out there and get all those. You guys do like graded ones where you can, where we could just automatically yeah. have a graded nine eight. You guys, I've seen that on your guys' Facebook page. Someone, somebody bought a one in five hundred um, today, nine eight today for four hundred fifty bucks. I think it was. So I, I think that's a good deal. Sure. Yeah, no, there, Lord. Lord Tatman, no, there's there are people who do so they do variants. They pretty much get higher artists if you miss the beginning part of it. New covers for certain comic books that are coming out, like Berserker. Berserker was, it's the Keanu Reeves book where he was. Did he he did a GoFundMe for it, right, or something to that effect? Got everything going with it. They did a Kickstarter, right? Like Kickstarter. I, it was one of the two. Yeah, and it really went off. People really wanted it, and uh, so for the Berserker. Yeah, no, it's not. It'll keep going on. And they have other stuff too. Like they said for Berserker, it's just the number one, but they did a Kickstarter, so it got postponed for a little bit. And they got postponed again. Now they're finally coming out with it. I think Keanu doesn't need to do a Kickstarter. He's got enough money. I know. Well, whatever, man. It worked. People were excited about my it. He's pretty yeah. heavily invested in that in that motorcycle company. So I'm I'm guessing that <laughs> <laughs> he, he might have had to start a Kickstarter. Oh, I, I hope we get a lineup of signing with that guy. I mean, Kent, Matt Kent, uh, Keanu, and um, Victor Gardunia all on a cover. Would be, oh, that'd be cool. That'd be pretty cool. Somebody asked earlier, though, is if Keanu's there, can, we, can you get him to sign it as uh, John Wick, or does he have to sign it as Keanu? What <laughs> <laughs> happens if said John I'm Wick? I'm sure you could ask him to sign it anything you want, really. Yeah. I guess, yeah, you can have him try to sign it whatever you want. I want him to sign it, Keanu Reeves, aka Ted Theodore Logan. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have him sign it. I'm gonna have him sign it. I want him to write, I am an FBI agent. Sign it, what? what Johnny you Utah, yeah, Johnny Utah, bro. Point, point break. <laughs> yeah. point break. I love that show. <laughs> Jesus, well, we got a lot of comments. Or Johnny Silverhand for all of you, uh, cyberpunk fans out there. If there's wow. any cyberpunk fans out there left, he would probably crash or get buggy before he finished signing it. <laughs> probably true. That didn't work out well. All right, hey, so go to go to Hive Comics Saturday four. You can is that tomorrow? When is it tomorrow? A week from to, a, week a week from, from tonight. tonight. What day is it today? I don't even know what day it is today. It's Saturday, so, buddy. Saturday. That's why I thought you said Saturday. I was like, isn't today Saturday? So a week from today, you could get it four o'clock. Hive Easter. Comics. Uh, remember, this comes out February 4th, so keep an eye out for that. They're going to have their poll system coming out, too. What else do you got, James? Anything good? 
um, Jonathan, but hey, um, or Jonathan, I miss the two J's up all the time, man. That's all right. That's right. Uh, no, just I mean, you can check out our uh, the the Deep Beyond and Stray Dogs right now. Uh, they've been flying off the shelf pretty well today, but uh, and we got we you know we still have crossover a few crossover twos, a few crossover threes, a few crossover fours left from John Gallagher last run in last. Two? Last run and two. Oh yeah, Stan Yak's got a pretty dope last run and two cover. Last run two is cool. The crossovers are definitely dope. Go check those out. We so put they the can find uh, you on Facebook, right? Yeah, you can. Um, do you have to? Do you have to know the secret password to join the club or what? You, you got to beg for uh, beg for acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got their site down on the bottom. We also put it in the chat, so you can just link it over there from the chat. Also. Go there, check their stuff out. It's cool stuff, man. You won't be disappointed. Obviously, some of you already have. Great. Uh, Kyle, if you need to take a break and order something real quickly, feel free to do that too. Hold on. Yep, I'll be right back. Uh, you didn't see him ordering as we were talking. I, I saw his thumb feverishly moving. He broke off at one point. Good. He stumbled his debit card on the ground, and I saw his wife pick it up and run to the other room. So. Well, thanks, guys. That was cool. Cool covers, man. Here, just take my fucking money. <laughs> Gladly. Can I just sign my paycheck over to you? Yep. I'll just endorse it. Two Hive Comics. Yep. <laughs> well, we're going to run over to now. Speaking of variants, we're going to switch over to you guys got a list of 300s, right? I don't know if you guys want to hang around. If you guys want to get into more lightsaber fights, if you would just want to chill a little bit. Uh, yeah, you guys can hang out if you want. You can bail if you want. Whatever you guys want. Whatever you guys want to do. Really appreciate you guys coming out. You guys got some Absolutely. great looking books. Thanks, man. Um, Thanks, yeah, appreciate it. Yep. We'll hang. We'll chill for a bit. Yeah, we're going to do our. Uh, we're doing uh, our top ten favorite three hundred swipe covers, homage covers. Yeah. Have you All guys right, seen? What's that? Have you guys seen our three hundred swipe? No, go grab it. We'll put you on no, that screen. That'll be, that'll yeah. be one of ours. You guys get started. All right, <laughs> we we'll get started. I have to that's my list right. now. We did a metal, a metal three hundred swipe. Oh nice! Awesome. Oh, I is I hope it's. I think we did see it. I think we did see it actually. I think we saw it. I think we saw it. We took it off somebody. Yeah, because somebody had it on their list, and we're like, "Oh man, who did this?" And yeah, I think we did see it. Word of God, I'm going to be pissed if that's what it is. We got a couple of uh, we got a couple of tens, signed ten copies, and the nine nine and some nine eights. Oh. You're gonna steal his debit card at this point. You're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. All right, Matt. Start. They start well, off, Kyle. Like so when yeah, he's no, yelling, no, when no, he's no, yelling no. at me later, when he's yelling at me later. <laughs> Kyle wants to see the. He wants to wait. Why don't we start with solo, just so I can like James and scream. He's trying to find. You want to start with. You want to start with solos? Yeah, sure. we'll start. yeah, they got all the books. If you guys have never seen it before, they have all the books up on top of the thing where the lightsaber's pointing. So, yeah, it's super cool. Oh, there they are. There they are. Uh, so they had to take it down from there. Yeah, nice. Very nice. All right, Solo, we're going to start with you. You're up. All right. Kicking off with your number 10. All right. This one I, I like. It's a very solid cover. I'm a sucker for a good Green Goblin. Um, so for them to actually do, you know, I, I feel like it's justifiable because, you know, 
Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, Green Goblin. It ties in together. The colors on this just really pop. And there's something about the colors on ASM 300s. I either like them or I hate them. And if the colors don't pop, I have a really hard time digesting them. Hold on. I got to shout out to Rob's comics real quick. Motherfucker, you keep getting those goddamn Nubia covers. And I can't (laughs) find them. And I'm still pissed that you keep finding them all right keep going wookie but shout out dude i love the covers and this one i i like all three of them because there's actually three of them and i think i like the the virgin version of this one the best out of all of them but they're all pretty much the same but this is uh that's a solid cover it is number nine dude i love that i'm so stoked I'm yeah. so stoked we found out that this wasn't a fake cover. Right? Like, if you don't like Jughead, like, there's something wrong with you. Jughead is just classic <laughs> comics. I mean, he's just everything that that comics is. I mean, he just, he read <laughs> classic 50s and just the, the bad kid, you know? And just, I don't know. To see a... a 300 homage of Jughead. I didn't even really know it existed until I started looking and I saw it and I was like, oh, look at this, man. It's just, oh, it's classic. So, yeah, I, I love this cover. Number eight. I'm a sucker for Cerebus. I mean, you you can put him on anything and I'll, and I'll dive in head first. I, I just love the guy. I mean, he's a lot of people don't like him, but whatever. It, collect what you like, and I like I like him. And I've always thought this was a pretty cool kind of homage because it it didn't really pose him in that standard, you know, foot up next to his head and swinging and, and everything else. It was just kind of a new take on on an on an old cover. So I'd I'd love this one too. It looks like the only thing they took was the three hundred part. Yeah, but that's kind of why I like it because he's just standing there, and then he's got some, you know, coming in. Yeah, I that's like all- the, the defiantness of the word bubble. If this is the number one, why does it say three hundred? That's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I do love the uh, the Hulk swipe. It's, again, it's- oh yeah, winner. When are your dad and I going to get black? Hey, the, way that they, the way that they use the moon for the circle and they have him kind of coming through it in a different position, I, you can clearly tell that it's an homage, but it's not. It's, so I really enjoy that it's. You better watch it. You might get your head cut off in that lightsaber battle. <laughs> I love that it's, it's real a, wild back there another new take on the on the same old cover you know yeah that's cool i like that lots of detail too i love a good detailed hulk again another one you can tell that it's the you can tell it's the swipe you got spidey with the foot next to his head bent in full on arachnid position and you got that moon to catch that circle and then you got moon that moon to catch the night that's right and you know, there's Moon Knight no- has got a uh, Green Lantern power ring around his waist. You know, hey, utility hey, belt. You just got to make sure that you know that he's better than Batman, and that's it. It's <laughs> right there, and it's a win. It win. Love that. Going up. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. I like I like the way these pop. Just the way again, the way that the color pops with the new the the aqua turquoise blue green on the foot that really sets off against that black and that pink. I mean, she's in the classic pose. It's it's just a solid cover. I, I love the virgin variant of this where there's it's just her, the number, and the backdrop. That's it. It's just so clean. You know, I what is it with the pinks and the purples in, in comic books? It just it makes you I don't know about you guys, but whenever you see those, it just makes me want to buy them. I don't know what it is. Even sometimes like that certain darkish red that gleams a little bit. It, yeah. Not the colors you see all the time, but it's definitely something pretty cool. The way the color contrast contradicts it just, especially with that black, the way her legs are very, you know, ominous and black, dark, dark black. It's because she's wearing yoga pants. Yeah. It just makes that color pop. That that green, that pink, just really makes it stand out to have that bright color on top of it. it. It always catches my eye. I agree, Marco. Like books that have that pop of color like that with a dark background. I'm even if I don't collect those books, I'm like, wow, that's dope. I got to look into that. Hmm. Here's another three in one, so to speak. And I like them. I think it's again, real solid. I hate that. According to Marco's rules with top 10 lists, that should be. You're done. It doesn't count. It shouldn't count per Marco's fucking rules. The guy yeah. who doesn't put together a top 10 list has rules for the top 10 list. That's right. <laughs> this does not count. I mean, if he liked Star Trek, then maybe I'd, I'd listen to him a little bit more, but. <laughs> Make it so, number one. <laughs> I love this cover because it's, again, it's different. I mean, each one of these are a little bit different. They're not that just lather, rinse, repeat of 300. It, over time, I just get so burned out on the 300. I, I get that it's an homage, but it gets that point where it's like, hey, if you're not Todd McFarlane and it's not for one of your Todd McFarlane books, you, you shouldn't be allowed to do a 300 unless you can shut your mouth. New, and that's just my opinion. I know everybody else is different. Yeah, but it's like an asshole. You just we I don't want to hear it. Lather and repeat. Well, I don't. I love Doc Ock. Anybody who watches the show and knows me, I'm a huge Doc Ock fan. My son's middle name is Octavius. And so I just, I mean, what's not to love about this? The way they broke the bubble with all the, all the legs and everything. I just, I love it. It's just badass. I love that the 300 is in green. It just makes all the other colors pop. It just brings them forward, and it just makes this stand off the page. And I'm a huge Spawn fan, so that doesn't hurt. And Todd always is cool with that, especially like when he signs this book. We all know he he puts on those colors that makes it pop, so you know that's something that he likes. Is there anybody in Arizona that's not a Todd McFarlane fan? I was a Todd McFarlane fan way before I moved to the desert of death. That's a requirement. If you live in this state, in order to live here, you have to put on your your voter registration and state ID that you're a Tom McFarland fan. Hey, man, that's what happens when you live in Satan's butthole. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a fan particularly. And yeah. this one, 
gotta come out. When this one comes out, I'm buying it. Why you keep a big list, dude? This is the dopest 300 cover ever. Bernie, 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 Bernie. Look at that cover, it's badass. It's like that. Hey, this is like that virgin, uh, that, that virgin ghost spider he just showed. Look at it. Feel the burn, baby. Look at that book. I want 10 copies now. Make it happen. We talked about this all day during our our prep meeting. We're like, we're trying to figure out how to make it. And I'm scrolling through. So shout out to the to, to the Facebook comic book group. Yes. Somebody posted it and it was just holy fuck. Yeah, whoever made this, you I been I was trying to get my guys to help me here because I am computer stupid and I couldn't do it. We were running out of time and Kyle found this. Oh, greatest find ever because this is exactly <laughs> what I wanted. I would buy 10 of these books tomorrow. Nice. Can we make Kyle mad now? Can we have Hive Comics show the comic book? So we yes. can make me yes, show it. Can. Show it. Yeah, sure. All right, so here's our here's our submission to this list. Okay, cool. Uh, Franklin and Ghost. Nice. Derogatory tales of Franklin and Ghost. This is our this is a ten, one of our tens. That's, That's awesome. Metal. That's a metal cover. Yeah. We did do that uh, just raw, non-metal too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's easier to see, but I'm not pulling it off the wall, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'll climb up on the and end up in the hospital, so that's not happening. Nice. <laughs> I like the metal covers. I like yeah. them a lot more than, than just the, the regulars. The regulars definitely present better, but you know, on camera, but I love the metal covers so much more. There's something about them in hand, like that extra depth that's added to the added to it with the metal, just because on top of the, the depth from the artwork itself, you've got this shine on certain parts that you don't really have on others because of the colors, and it's they're different. They're different for sure. Yeah. I'm well, thinking. Yeah, we, we both got into them because we collected the Valiant, Valiant medals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sure. fault that we do medals. <laughs> There's a lot of people blaming Valiant for things. All right, Kyle, what do you got on, what do you got on your list, Kyle? <laughs> All right, at number 10 for our 300 covers wide. It's it's cool that it just it's just one of those things that cross over mediums. And I just thought it's cool that it, you know, once it came to comic book, it was hot and people loved it. And and that's it. That's it's just a cool cover. You like pickles. <laughs> I love pickles in the mouth. Um <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. This is number nine. Just instead of, you know, I, I love it. Zombies, Wolverine, fucking 300 swipe. It's just got the, it's just a trifecta of a cover. And instead of saying 300 or one or anything, it says stick it. And it's just badass. And it's cheap, man. It's, it's, a, it's a cheap cover to get. It's like 15 bucks on eBay. Don't go fucking buy them all up. I got to buy a couple more. When they're done. But it's just, it's a great cover. Number eight is just, same thing. It's just, Tucci just fucking killed it with when he was making this. And it's just, yeah. you know, I like, you know, if you scroll up a little bit more, 
or down. I always get those confused. I like how it says approved by the comic. Not. It's just, it's a killer cover. It's great. The symbol. Everybody loves silk. The backdrop of that one. The little Japanese symbol. All yep, over it, instead of the 300 or the 301, kind of like the other one. It, that's, mm -hmm. that's dope on that cover. I do like that. So I remember when I had Todd Nuck sign this for me. I remember he's like, he, I remember if he was with his wife or his handler or whoever it was, but they charged me. They're like, and they looked, they said, he said, I have to charge more for this cover. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> but I guess at the time, so many people were getting this issue signed that they had, that he was actually charging more for it. But it's just, it's silk. So, you know, it was, Gwen was going crazy and silk was kind of, by the wayside and now it's you know you see you know silk coming up but it's fucking it's just a cool cover todd nuck uh kills it Sorry. me i didn't know there was a virgin one like uh fucking solo did so i had to get the regular cover <laughs> i didn't know that either. but there same thing it's just the pinks yeah. and the turquoises and everything pops and it's just it's just a killer cover did anybody throw up Carnage yet? Jesus. Oh, there's one more group. Uh, <laughs> it's like he's looking at the slides. And you shall receive. <laughs> it's just no list is complete without a badass Carnage cover. Right. Yeah. So that's uh, I just, you know, like the black on with the fucking with the Carnage. It just it just it kills it. It's just awesome. Yeah, like the in the background. We already talked about it. We already goog and odd over this cover, so we can just go to number three. So I chose this. I this is just great. It's just like I said, it's Todd McFarlane two twenty seven. It's anything with spawn on it's pretty badass. Love it. When I found this, I just I fucking shit myself. <laughs> Because I didn't even know that this was out, and I'm pissed because he's one of my favorite artists. So when when are you guys gonna get him to do a cover for you? Who was that? Was that Mar Jamie Tyndale? Tyndale. Oh. So right. it's it's it was this was a Kickstarter one. It's pretty cool. It's fucking. I just I I just love the way he draws this shit, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, he does good work. He's really yeah. good. Work. And when you guys get him, no matter what it's going to be, I'm just going to have to buy it. I like the way he did the the uh, skull with the spider on top. Like he changed that circle into something of his own. And yep, I like a good honesty when they own it and they make it their own. It just makes that so much better. <laughs> I think I think you got a new sponsor, Chad, Kyle. Yeah, Chad, worry about you, Kyle. Chad, <laughs> And this is my number one. Fucking Venom number two. That came out in the chat too. Did it? Mm -hmm. It's just, you know. Who did that one? Tony, Tony Moore. So he could draw more than zombies. Yeah, nice. I this is one of those books though that every time I find it somewhere, I just buy it. First print, second print. It doesn't matter. I just have to get it. It's one of those ones where I, one day I'm going to be going through my collection and go, holy fuck, I bought this many of them. 
And they're all just sitting here, but it's just, it's a fucking cool cover. Machine gun. Fucking, I mean, it's just, I think it just rocks. And it's just, I think it's an underappreciated cover. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. All right. You know, I hadn't thought about it, but, and you'd know Kyle because you're a huge fan and I'm not, but Walking Dead never did a 300 homage. I'm, I'm, I'm dumbfounded that there isn't a, a 300 homage of, of for Walking Dead. Nope. Hey, one, one really quick before I go, guys. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Put them up. It's on my phone, but Samurai Grandpa. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, oh, that's right there, right there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, that's perfect. Scrolling through a bunch of stuff. Yeah, oh, I didn't even see that one. Samurai Grandpa. Samurai Grandpa. That's awesome. That's awesome. If you guys collect, I got a few of those left. I think. Nice. You guys uh, find me on Facebook. Message me. Um, Where do we find you on Facebook? I'll send you guys. I'll send you guys some books. All right, cool. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Really do. All right, guys. Well, hey, it was great hanging out with you guys. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you guys coming, man. They look great, man. Congratulations. Yes, great job, guys. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Yep, you too. All right, who would be on the cover of a Walking Dead homage? Yeah, who would be with 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 Lucille? It is it is head up over here. Uh, (laughs) Oh wait, dude, I think Daryl with a crossbow. Daryl wasn't in the comics, though. That, that's why it makes it so much better to be on a cover. I would have had Michonne with her with her. Or katana. Dwight with the crossbow. Or Michonne with the katanas. With the blade. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. What do we got? We got one more list, Matt, right? Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, my turn. Yep. Shot number 10. Coming number 10. I got uh Tig and Verse. Tiggering, yeah. Just because <laughs> You know, how could you go yeah. wrong with Tigger and, you know, why not put a symbiote in it? It seems like well, that's what we're doing nowadays, just putting symbiotes in everything. So why not Tigger? I just why love not? the, I just love the coloring, the black and the white on him though. The, the red background, it's super dope cover. I wish I could get one of these, but unfortunately, you know, it's a little out of my price range now. Looks like 500 bucks, something like one, that. One million dollars. Yeah. Just save up your lunch money, buddy. Three, I wasn't those, lucky enough to win a billion dollars. Yeah, those ticket first are getting so, up there, and that's definitely a solid cover. Number nine, Deadpool, number 45. You know, you, you got to have a Deadpool cover in here, I feel like, even though I'm not much of a Deadpool fan. But got to do it. Got to do it for the do it for the peeps. Got to do it for the peeps. Do it for the peeps that are Deadpool fans out there. Um. I just like it because of the Carolina blue. It's like one of my favorite colors. And I think Carolina that, blue. Yeah. No, the art's not bad, but. <laughs> uh, number eight, Spider-Man 850. Solo Wookiee pretty much already hit the nail on the head. It's, it's a beautiful cover. One of my things about art and stuff like that is just faces, and I love the way the face is done on this and the detail in the goblin is then I bet you didn't read the new wonder woman feature state. It's very well that I did. And, uh, I'm not, we're not, we'll go there in a minute. Um, number seven, Ant-Man. I just like the way that they did the circle and magnifying glass. I was a little desk and how it's like, a, you know, an homage of McFarlane on as like taped to the desk, like a note. 
Yeah, it's a dope cover. Glass was very ingenious in on how they did that. I, I yeah. think that's clever and, and well noteworthy. Number six, Venom 26. I just think that's such a clean cover in the detail. Yeah. I never even seen that one come out. Number five, Lady Death. I love the that is a Emerald City Comic Con exclusive. Ooh, I have that. I love the six 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 background with the Seattle skyline in the back. The space Red needle. Yeah. So very nicely done. Um, number four is that Spawn two twenty seven. You know, it's McFarland. Like, where do you put it? If you live in Arizona, you. It's like required to be a McFarland fan. It is. So. It really is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> number three, and I'm thirty. You know, you know it, Tim. I'll I love. I love this cover. I love the detail in it. the 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 use of the light and the exposure in the background. Very well done. I feel like with Venom, people get can get they they can get kind of carried away with doing the mouth and the jaw. And the teeth and the way the tongue's bitching. And I just like that. I think that's a very clean cover. No, it is. It's cool. Number two, old school Power Rangers fan. Got to go with the Lord Dakin or Dracken, however you want to pronounce it. Comet cover? cover for 37. I'm not sure who did this cover. Damn. But I just I just love the way it, anything Power Rangers. There's a, there's a White Ranger cover that's an homage to... Um, for an earlier issue that I didn't put on here. My number one, Spider-Gwen 25, the Gwenum variant. Like Solo Wookiee said on the other the Gwenum, or the other uh, Spider-Gwen cover, I love the uses of black and purple and the, the purple and whites, like the color, the exposure, like overexposure, the background on this cover. I think this is a, a fantastic cover. Um, but Spider-Gwen, just any way they do her, whether it's Gwenum or as spider gwen or ghost spider just her color scheme is is off the hook off the so, chisel yep that's uh so that's my number one um next JJ, week jj brought up the um remember i was asking you guys if it was um no this one right here the uh sega game yes we were having discussion about that I didn't think that, that was real. I could not. Yeah, I didn't either. That. I didn't remember that. I thought, and I thought it was totally a fake. I'm glad that JJ actually said that because we we dis- we discussed it for quite some time trying to trying to remember if it was a real gamer. I guess we could have used the power of Google and we did it. Mm. <laughs> Must have been while I was eating sushi. But... Should have texted old JJ. He knows it all. Must have been while you were eating sushi. <laughs> I must have been taking a popcorn break. Mm. But next, <laughs> next week, um, if you guys are enjoying this list, next week we're going to do what top five books that elude us as collectors. Ooh, that's a good one. So the top five that books that personally have eluded us, and I'm sure there'll be a lot of Star Wars books on there from Solo Wookie. Yeah, they're probably going to be more TMNT books. A lot on of there. TMNT. Oh, yeah. even. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, that's that's a long, frustrating. Is all going to be spawn and TMNT at this point? (laughs) Everyone who's in the chat, everyone who's in the chat, real quick, Margot. Um, you know, we love our chat, we love the fans, we love the people that watch this show, our listeners, our viewers. 
we we encourage you to take part in these lists. So we tell you a weekend ahead, we're doing a list of the top five books that elude us. Head on over to our IG, Modern Comic Mayhem and IG. Send us a direct message with a video or a list of your own saying these are the top five books that elude me, elude me, and you guys can make it on the show next week. We'll play it live or read your list live on the show next week. That'd be so cool. you can be, you know, be part of the discussion. It'd be really cool if you guys did it like in a bathtub, like Marco <laughs> likes to be in. Yeah. Extra bubble. That actually could have been when you guys were discussing it too. There's yeah, only, I will actually make a list. It only has one book. There's only one book that uh, eludes me, and you can try to guess at it. That'd be fun too. I don't think anybody's going to get it right, but um, yeah. I'll make I heard a that there's a, uh, a toy review channel coming from Marco that he does live from his bathtub. When when does that debut? <laughs> it's not coming out. <laughs> you just get to watch him review toys no. and play as he plays in the bathtub. Um, pedals on top, floating on the bubbles, and a couple candles. Hi, good evening with Marco and the toys <laughs> and tub. <laughs> but as much fun as it is talking old comic guys and covers, let's move on to something a little bit newer, maybe a little distant future stuff. Let's talk a little bit of future state and the rest of the big books that came out this week. Kyle, you want to kick us off with anything uh, future state related that you that caught your fancy this week? Dude, I wait, hold on, man. I, go back to this guy's the comment about Bernie in the background, because it is, dude. That Bernie in the background, man. <laughs> Bernie in the background. Hey, look, wait, man. We're burning we're it down back, over here. We're in the background comedy, dude. I don't I've been laughing at it. I just can't. I can't. I just can't. I can't. It's hilarious. All right, good job on that. Go ahead. I'm sorry I just derailed that. This is a great transition, yeah. and I've derailed it. So <laughs> go ahead. What do we got? Future He's stage? once again asking for your donation so he can buy his uh, books that elude him yeah that's it so, he's <laughs> once again asking for your financial support to help his comic collection isn't he go. making uh isn't he making shirts of the best memes that he liked and selling them for charity dude that's amazing that's awesome. dude i love those gloves all right all right wait so future state <laughs> no, they're, mittens. they're mittens and that that girl is now killing it she's making a fortune because she actually i don't care it. i really don't care I just oh, think this is for her, man. that's great look we got a rare corbin sighting what? in the chat why isn't he on you can come, right. to the right. chat. The like, come on corbin come talk future state with us get yeah. in here corbin what the fuck we're going right now corbin let's go you're on the Lopez clock buddy you. All right, Patrick yeah. says, hey, so let's hear about it because Patrick does bring it up. He says that uh, Future State has far surpassed expectations. Bernie so agreed. I guess I'll start with Nightwing. Yes, because so we just Nightwing... got a question in the chat. As, do you think Nightwing is a keeper? I actually enjoyed Nightwing. I was th This was my finally, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, you know, the first week we did this was kind of, we were kind of disappointed. The second week, we were happy, but Nightwing, Nightwing was a good run. I mean, um, it starts out like just like everything else. It's the mask and Nightwing is, you know, jumping around the city and he knows Batman is gone. He knows what's good. He's, you know, he's held up in Arkham. He's, he, he knows what's going on. He's trying to fucking get through it. I, I think Matt has a pretty good, so actually synopsis of what the issue is. Yeah, uh, Batman is gone. Now Nightwing has taken on the mission of keeping the citizens of Gotham safe from the Magistrate. But to do that, he'll have to stay one step ahead of the Magistrate. And you know things have gotten bad in Gotham when the safest place for Dick to hide out is an abandoned Arkham Asylum. When Nightwing gets a visit from a mask claiming to be the new Batman, does he fight like one? Pick up this dark uh, peek into the future by, Rand by writer Andrew Constant and artist Nicola Scott? 
if he was only dick stroke in it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my inner 12 year old just jumps out. When you say things like the safest place for dick to hide out, I got, <laughs> got a giggle, man. I got a, I got a giggle. All right. Um, but come on, man. That, that shit's funny. <laughs> no, it's, it's a pretty good issue. He's, um, the new Batman comes. He knows it's not he, you know. He doesn't actually know who he is, but he takes him. He captures him. He uh, he goes into Arkham and ties him up. And they're discussing it as the uh, magistrate is coming, <laughs> coming to Dick. Um, <laughs> Top ten safest places where Dick died. Oh, go your mom's house. <laughs> all right, all right what, what are you saying, Kyle? Yeah, I don't think anybody knows what you're saying. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Way to ruin it. Way to break dick jokes. Oh, awesome. But it, it, it's good. He's, he, he knows the best way to fight the majesty. It's kind of on his own turf. So he led them to Arkham. And he's, uh, he knows that Batman, the new Batman, needs to help him. So they're kind of in it to win it, and that's kind of where it ends. It's kind of a, it's kind of a pleasant read. It's nothing. The art's actually pretty good. It's actually worth reading. I agree. I definitely think out of future state, Nightwing is a keeper. Um, somebody asked in the chat, do we think Red X crosses over in Nightwing? Mm, possibly. I don't. If, it, if he does, it's going to be before the events that are going on in Teen Titans because there's a big time <laughs> different gap between Teen Titans and and Nightwing. But Yes, I am dictating the story. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so there's a guy who finished the whole team of Sorry, this is... These guys are the best. Patrick <laughs> says, check out the cover for issue two. The whole team's wearing the red ice mask. It looks pretty cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah, we heard we heard the rest of the jokes. Okay, <laughs> so what's next? Um, did you did you check out Future State Batman, Kyle? No. So Future, not to. Future State Batman, it, it kind of plays into to the reason why he goes to visit Dick, like because he's searching for um a, a girl who's uh, presumed dead, and in batman he's trying to figure out some big powerful person was murdered and you come to find out that the guy was murdered by the girl's parents and the guy the reason they murdered him is because they groomed he was grooming her online and was basically looking to sell her for child sex trafficking yeah right wait what let's go let's go dc comics yeah this is a dc comic now oh, that, that's a good idea what a i just can't stop reading the chat let's stop dicking around <laughs> <laughs> all right so that sounds like it was so it was not good. Is this what we're saying with that one? So I mean, it it, it wasn't a lot to it. It, it connected to night into to Nightwing because he goes to Nightwing because he's trying to find this girl and and that's the whole reason he goes to visit Dick in Arkham because he's looking for that girl. So it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Um, but one of my favorites from this week was probably Catwoman. Oh, I think, I think Catwoman killed it like this. Yeah, I agree with you 100%, Matt. We're going to throw some stuff up here from Catwoman. Um, Catwoman killed it this week for me because me, I am a huge Kevin Smith fan. If you guys are old Absolute Geek fans, know that I'm a huge Kevin Smith mark. 
And just the fact that anytime onomatopoeia, a Kevin Smith creation, can get some love in DC Comics continuity, I'm all for it. So it was nice to see onomatopoeia make a appearance in Future State Catwoman. Um, I love that they're using him, this obscure villain in this book, instead of your your Joker or Penguins or your more well-known villains. Um, the art was good. The story was really good. It was a it was a good read. What what do you think of of Catwoman, Kyle? No, I agree. I thought it was good. I just thought you know, it's she's she's kind of got a team. She's got a few other people that she's working with. The synopsis of this one is they're uh, they're they've round they've wrangled a bunch of kids up and they're taking them to do like a re they're like it's like reform. And so what she's doing is she's she's saving all of them. And so what she's kind of done is she she got in the train and she kind of just going from cabin to cabin from from train car to train car and she's just kicking ass and she gets all the way up and then as this is happening there's they there's a reason there's a shitload of majesty guards are um they're actually guarding two people in this which is actually kind of cool. So it's first they released Automatopoeia, which is cool, and he's just a badass. Especially in this, man. He fucking was he takes the blood, man, and fucking does himself. I don't know, it's just it's it's really good. And then there's another person that they're being held captive, and I think there's a slide for that one too. I guess yep. not. No, there is. Let me pull it down here. So actually go up, Matt, one more. So actually who's in it is Talia. Which is cool, but as you see, the other prisoner that they have in there is Bruce Wayne, and that's so the one thing about he's actually these, not dead, right? Future State books is half of them they the characters think Bruce Wayne is dead. Then you have the the Dark Detective story, and then this like for me these the timelines are kind of all over the place. So I want to I want to get more into I want to look more into that as I read it and kind of put the books together and see where you you read them you know how you should read them what order you should read them in but um yeah it's cool that bruce wayne's there i just threw we, this in we, here last week we got we had a yeah timeline, timeline different yeah. books and not every book is five years into the future right especially Summer. when you read wonder woman because yeah. that means fucking superman fucking <laughs> <laughs> like teen titans what Teen Titans was a, a good chunk into the future, and then Shazam is even further than that. So, like, there's there's just so much gapping in time with with these stories. And I agree, Patrick. They should they should totally say what it is because you know it is hard to gauge actually when it is because you're right. I think Patrick. Yeah, Patrick says yeah. Timeline's hard to keep track. They should provide one at the beginning of the book. Yeah, it, they really should. And so stuff like this when they're going back and forth and it's supposed to be. A continued group. Wow, somebody's killing a lot of kids at Fortnite tonight. I guess so. <laughs> uh, I kind of threw in this if anyone wants to know. Like, Onomatopoeia makes his first appearance uh, in Green Arrow. It was written by, Ke you know, Kevin Smith's run on Green Arrow. Um, there's Green Arrow 15 and 13. 13's his first cover appearance. So I like the, the you know, his whole his whole gimmick is is cool and He's in a lot of Kevin Smith's own creative stuff like Wyengeyer and and things like that. So he's 
it's just cool to see something for me, Kevin Smith related, that a bad guy that doesn't get used too often. Um, get it's some actually shine cool in this issue because Talia is actually hidden inside of the Magistrate. Mm-hmm. And she's on the train, and she's actually, I guess, she knew that Bruce was on the train because she actually asks to go into the back and actually ask for it. So. Not go in the back, but go into the other cart to she actually go in the back. She likes to go in the back. Go in the back. So, of the onomatopoeia? All right, What's up? I didn't get what Patrick was asking. Nothing. I'm... Go oh, ahead. is no, that James Tinian's killing the children in the background? Um, so, let's move on to Wonder Woman. Talk about, go back to my, my whole thing about face art. It's even better oh. when there's no face. Jeez. Fuck it. We don't need faces. Faces. Who needs faces? <laughs> is, that, is that the question? I was reading the book and I was like, they're faceless. Why are these like, did she just like get drunk and forget? Like what happened here? It's the land of question. It wasn't a big book. It wasn't a big event. Just kind of snuck up on them and figured they didn't need to draw faces. They're like, it's panels from far away. It's all right. We don't need to do need faces on any of them you know what we need to do we need to not draw faces there are you sure tim i'm telling you don't draw fucking faces they won't even catch it yeah who needs faces well the question hasn't had a face for years so (laughs) seems to be working oh wait he's not a number one hit huh bad idea so I didn't really actually care for Wonder Woman that much. You, it was kind of cool art, though. the whole thing because the art kind of. I mean, if you don't draw characters with faces, that I mean, God. it was. There was some cool parts to it. I like that Superman was old as fuck. And how exactly old is that guy? <laughs> I know he had a grayer beard than you, motherfucker. So I feel like. Uh, that's not a very the technical term for that would be pretty young if we got hypothetical. Okay, the Superman was pretty young in this. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> it must be killed a lot of people in Fortnite. <laughs> While now, Wonder Woman definitely. Better I I agree. Immortal Wonder Woman was kind of uh, a letdown, hmm. and it might have been because like. Catwoman was so good. You know what I mean? I read this one after it. So that, you know what I mean? I don't know if that played into it. I don't know if it was, I'm not sure. Like the, the, the Nubia story wasn't bad, but this story. If you're keeping keeping score at home right now, it's Harley Quinn, Teen Titans, Robin Eternal, Nightwing, and Catwoman. That's five books so far that have been hits. Have been decent reads coming out of Future State. Mm-hmm. That's two issues in a row for the all new Batman at nine dollars, seven dollars plus. That it's a, why? Why are you getting it? I don't know. You know, I, that's pretty solid. I didn't think that Swamp Thing was good too. Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Yes, I forgot Swamp Thing. Thank you, Joe. I didn't think that they were going to have anywhere near six. You know that many books from the way that they were pitching it and the way it sounded, I was hopeful. So I'm glad to hear that there's six good books out of all the stuff they're doing. That's, I mean, that's good. That's awesome. 
Batman and Detective are just going to sell no matter what. You could put, yeah, you could literally put a pile of feces in that, and it doesn't matter. It's going to sell. Yeah. What if they drew them with no faces? It'd be Batman. all right. It's still yeah. right. Yeah. They'll yes. sell. ASM, Batman, and, and, and Detective will sell because it doesn't matter how garbage it is. Honestly. But kind of moving on, we were talking a little bit at the beginning of the show about Donny Cates' run coming into an end on Venom. I want to touch on a little bit King and Black. Did any of you guys read King and Black this week? Wait, one more thing before we hit King and Black. Go ahead. My comic book store under-ordered all of these future state books because their consensus of from us as the customers, I was one of the very few people that was like, that actually like put them on my pull list. And so now that future, like people are like, nobody was interested in future state. Nobody was interested in future state. Now they're selling out instantly because they under ordered and everybody's interested in future state. So that's, you never. Tim says just, next, no faces is next level shit. They didn't expect yeah. anyone to read it anyway. I think that happened too. They tried to do the pre-order thing to preemptively order them at the large comic book store chain. That It's not a chain. It's like a franchise, whatever the one that I go to, but they, and they have enough of them, kind of. But like when the hot ones are there, they sold out, and nobody pre. Like I was talking to them about the pre-order. I was like, "Was is anybody pre-ordering this?" They're like less than normal. Yeah, like, they're like less than normal, and and it was the truth. They're they're just overall people have kind of fed up. But you're, I get what you're getting at. If you can start getting these runs together, might not be a bad thing. So that's yes, cool. but before we move on to King and Black, guys, I want to thank everyone in the chat tonight. Chat's fire. Has been fire as always. 72 people watching live. So make sure to hit that like button if you guys are having a good time. And if you're not subscribed to Tales from the Flipside, hit the subscribe button, that notification bell when on your way out tonight, just so you know when every anything from this channel goes live. Uh, you don't want to miss Star Wars shows, the My flagship show. Yep, Tales from the Flipside, uh, comic book women, modern playbook, um, hot ten. Every show we got going on this channel is absolute fire, and you don't want to miss it. And definitely get informed. Um, but let's move on to uh, King and Black here. Did again anybody read King and Black other than me this week? I read it. King and Black. This book. This book was fire to me. Um, oh, dude, it was so good. Yes, they're finally gonna let Dylan come out and play. You know they they gotta, they gotta let him yep. come out and play, and he he definitely did. Um, I included this panel here because I love this shot of Spider-Man leaping into action. That's so good. Even though Sea Storm looks a little weird back there, but they're actually leaping into action to protect. Yep, Dylan. Yep. But Dylan, the face-off of of Dylan Brock versus a, a venomized Captain America is sweet. Cap throws a shield on him, and he's just like, "Not, nope, we're good." He catches it. So, so good. Um, and then Dylan basically. It's like I hope this hurts and blasts Cap, making Null feel it. So they they're bringing him out, gonna use his powers, letting him loose. Um, then Thor comes in to help, and man, this shot of Thor just knocking Null's jaw off. It's pretty it's so good. It's such a good shot, and it's so well drawn. But you know, you can't keep a, a you know, there's his jaw on the ground. Can't keep a good symbiote down. Can't keep Null's, a good Null down. Yeah, <laughs> Null's coming back into action. You got Tony Stark taking over the dude. The I love that when, he's like, when he actually like forms into it and like, like I love that. 
like where he's actually yes. attached inside. Like it's so mm-hmm. fucking cool. Rock of sock and robots. And what is like five? This is issue three of King in Black. Okay. And the whole time the story is being narrated by somebody. And I thought it was Dylan Brock till the very last page when Silver Surfer's coming into action. Silver Surfer Black is coming into action. Yeah, you missed the whole Thor fight though. Yeah. Like the entire book is Thor comes in mm-hmm. battling and he actually is fucking he actually I they made it appear like that. Thor got fucking killed in this issue. Like it shows this panel of him getting stabbed, like right yep. through the fucking heart. Yep, he gets stabbed by the by Null Sword. I mean, it's kind of cool that we brushed over that. Yeah, I did it just because I wanted to entice people to to read it a little spoiler bit. Spoiler alert! Welcome yeah. to modern comic mayhem. Right, I wanted there to entice no people to read it, here. but no, you there had your no chance. And it's still, I mean, it's still probably sitting on your, your local LCS shops uh, wall. You can definitely go pick that up. But look, I mean, I love, so far I'm loving King and Black. And like I said, I'm loving the way Donny Cates is you know, Thor, um, Thor Venom and Silver Surfer runs are all coming into to play and, and crossing timelines now. It's it's some good stuff. And I like the, the shot of Dylan Brock and they're going to move him. And I think... That that through two hundred cover, I don't think that's Eddie Brock sitting on the throne. I think we're done with Eddie Brock. I think he's he's gonna go by the wayside. I, th- I actually think that's gonna be Dylan sitting on the throne. You think? I think so. I think that's going to be. I think we've seen the end of Eddie Brock. I think Dylan is going to be the new Venom or the new major player moving forward. So. Hmm. I, I haven't I was until yeah. I heard more about it I wasn't going to pick it up and read it you guys are definitely starting to get me to oh this is definitely a pick up and read it since it's only three Absolutely. issues in you could definitely find issues two and one I would definitely go back buy the first two read it and catch up especially to this one this was one of the ones when you finished reading it you were like fuck yes fuck with Thor god damn it you know what I mean like overall it was it was ups and downs and it, it was really a roller coaster of a book for, for a comic book. It really, I mean, Kate's really fucking killed it. Well, I just love that this, this whole like time, the first two issues and all the crossovers, all you're seeing is Thor or not Thor, but Noel just fucking everything up. Like nobody can touch him. He's, he's pretty much just whooping up on everybody. You know, they, they, He's whooping up on everybody. He's thought Sentry was their big gun. He gets ripped in half right off the beginning. Noel's like, nope, we're good. Rips him in half, you know? And I like how he keeps calling Thor little god. Right? And there's so... <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Don the Daredevil costume. Blue-green um, blue green says, yeah. hey, what's up, blue-green? Good to see you. Maybe Dylan will don the Daredevil costume on the second print cover. That's kind of funny. But I think... No, everyone's look was looking at Noel in this, and I think Dylan is going to be the character coming out of this. And I think you're going to see him him pick up a lot this year, moving forward. Um, and I think that's why Kate's is saying he's done writing that. Part of me thinks it's a little bit of of Kate's, you know, magic there, the bad boy of comic stuff. There is that he's saying I'm never writing this character because Eddie Brock is dead, and now it's going to be, you know, Dylan moving forward. Yeah. So. That's feasible. 
who knows? He likes to do that damn tomfoolery. But yeah, just that shot right there, though, of, of Thor knocking his jaw off, and Noel's like, "All right, nice shot," and puts you know puts his jaw back together, and then stabs him through the chest. So yeah, when he stabbed him through the chest, I was like, "Oh fuck!" I wonder what the fuck they're gonna do now. Like, it would be crazy that they killed Thor. I mean, motherfucker's a god; he ain't going nowhere. Blue Green says Dylan's solo book in the near future. Yeah, it could be it. It could be that he's not writing Spider-Man. He's gonna write the Dylan fucking right. solo book. The the Dylan, the Dylan Normie Osborne, like Super Sons book. Yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bite call, it, call it Venom Sons or Dylan Sons or. It would make sense for them. I mean, they kind of need a, another new character to to branch off and make a good solid story run out of so that that'd be that would make complete sense the um the other book i'm reading this week that i, I really enjoyed is uh avengers earth mightiest heroes 41 still continuing the tournament or battle for the new host of the phoenix um it's probably going to be black panther honestly it just seems like it's going to be black panther so that's a spoiler alert right there for you um it's this issue is good. It, it shows all the different heroes that are up for the potential Phoenix Force powers, kind of doing battle against their respective enemies um, in the Phoenix Force. And the Phoenix Force is kind of jumping between them and choosing them who they want to do battle. Um, Black Panther's kind of having this whole discussion, and and the Phoenix Force is pretty much taunting him the entire time. And it's you know Phoenix is like the Black Panther of my time was was someone who wouldn't bow down to to me and he wouldn't stop at nothing. He wouldn't bow down to a god. He would find a way to crush him. And she's kind of taunting him the entire time. And I, I think... Her. What the fuck the crows of Sibyl? Yeah. Like this dude just travels with crows? Maybe. As I'm the going, crow flies? I don't know. Going through the time warp and... Uh, I actually like, like how you just fucking derailed me, you dick. talk about your stupid crows anyways um yeah if you're reading avengers it's a good read i think uh i think you're gonna see black panther get the phoenix force moving forward um what did you read anything else big you want to talk about this week Kyle? nope it's all i read no um you know they all come for no come on you know they all come for i know they all come for that's why i'm making them wait for it we're introducing. Yeah. Marco. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm making them wait for it. They can wait for it. They can wait for it. Black Cat number two. Oh yeah. Fantastic uh, book. Sorry, everybody. Um, it's the first you get to see her anti-venom, um, symbiote costume. They. Let's see it. What her? There's the cover for it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then on the second page. Basically, what they do is they genetically alter uh, strands of the, the anti-venom. Page, this happens. They genetically strand. They genetically alter strands of the anti-venom costume to make it to where she can go in um, and not be. She can go in and not be affected by null. Um, it is pretty cool. At the end, the big the big takeaway from this book though is the very last page where she has like a, a stick artifact that she rubs, and yeah. she's now apparently as guardian. Eight hey, doesn't so, always happen when she fucking rubs us. Yeah. Power stick like that. Yep. Wow. You become you become Asgardian apparently. 
So yeah, Phoenix Force. She's she's breaking in to like try to save Doctor Strange. There's a big thing with Doctor Strange going on. So, and then she becomes Asgardian at the end. So it's kind of weird the way they're doing Black Cat. Yep. I just brushed through that one, but pick up that Black Cat because I know what everyone wants to see. Everyone's here for him. Everybody's here. The bad boy. <laughs> on flip side, hey, this the is the most hated man in Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, ben Roethlisberger of the dark ben side, Marco. Hey, Solo. Solo yeah, yeah, yeah. Best yeah. beard in the game, Solo Wookie. <laughs> Powers, Patrick, Jesus. All right, um, yeah, hey. <laughs> So there's a little bit of a howl coming out this week. Uh, if you missed it, I don't know how you missed it, but but uh, Frizen had a cover, and then people uh, decided that a six-tier first appearance to try to sell their other 25 copies at the FOC is worth nine dollars. The end. Now, actually, can we pull it up? So everybody, the end. That's, it. <laughs> the end. Here's your 18th That's what y'all came for. Yeah, so this is the Bartlett six that was pretty hot. You know, it's still doing okay over 100, 120, somewhere around there. It's pretty cool. These variants for her are doing well. And then they put the gen out there. And I don't know why, I don't know how people missed this. I didn't think any, I didn't think we had to tell people not to miss this, but apparently we did because the next cover seven for their variant for their 125 was <clears throat> drum roll, please, Matt. No, okay, excellent. So you guys have all seen it. We're so prepared here. Yeah, here we go. So that's the A cover on the left, and that's the B cover on the right. Obviously, the A cover for some the B cover is good. It really is a good cover. You knew it was going to be good. It's doing exceptionally well right now. Uh some of these afros are really looking good. The A cover's nice. Uh you can't find them anymore. And we will explain why later. So if we could get into some of the comic book, we'll do some Afra explaining because apparently a lot of people have ticked off J.J. Maxwell because they're not actually reading the book. So we're going to fill you in. If we could go to our first slide here real quickly. They, at the beginning, do something that DC should do too. This kind of keeps you close so you can tell who the characters are and what's going to happen. Gives you a little summary page. Obviously, everybody refers to her as the Indiana Jones of space. She's more indiana jones of space if he stole stuff and sold it to people instead of like tried to well indiana jones really didn't do anything right you can remove him from the storyline and he never he's pointless what's that wouldn't he to be like the han solo of space then she kind of is she's the han she really is she's the han solo who is well tech more tech savvy than solo and she also she's just ba like she's a pretty cool most people are more tech savvy than solo yeah, yeah, both <laughs> solo. Fact. But she also, you know, she also tries to, she, you know, she has a background in finding artifacts and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. If you could go to the first page we have here so we could show what happened in the book. So she show, she goes back and she finds Santa. And for those people that who don't know who she is, she was the lady who, back, what was it, Star Wars number ooh, five in the Aaron run. I think I'm right on that. Somebody can correct me in chat if I'm wrong. I doubt I am. Um, but she was the one who was supposed Nobody to be at doubts Marco the Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger. She was, she was supposed to be. Uh, she says she was Han Solo's first wife, uh, Talia, and we're not sure if that's true or not. They never really got to the bottom of it. One of the other characters that she has tagging around her now that she just she in seven she just came back here uh, to the Afra stuff. She'd been dealing with Afra and Leia before. She's a reoccurring character in the books. But in this one through seven, we also have somebody who keeps coming back. 
Just Lucky is the guy's name. Um, he kind of sold her out one time and backstabbed her already. He works for different groups. He has a brother who has a gambling problem. Go down if you can, please. You get to see a lot of Canto bite. So I guess you that 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 really probably makes some Star Wars fans really happy. Could you go I down? Like this shot right here because this kid is about to get the back of his head cupped. So that's a very interesting. So that has to, the like big quote baddie during this time period is tag like the family and they T A G G E taggy or whatever you want to call it. How the first if you haven't read the first six, it's kind of interesting. I'm going to spoil it because that's what I do. But the first six, they have one of the cousins come out and he's supposed to be this big shot who blows up artifacts and everything like that. Afro pretty much kills him. So then the sister who is the lead of the family is out hunting her and puts out a bounty. Very interesting. There's a lot of characters in this that are tying over. If you're reading the current bounty hunter series, there's a lot of them that are tying back and forth to each other, including in one shot, they do show uh balance in the background because he's being hunted too. Obviously at this point, if you don't know, she is no longer friends with Darth Vader or working for Vader. She's being hunted by him too. She pretty much is being hunted by everybody at this point. She backstabs a lot of people. Very interesting. We might get into more Afra later on to explain because I think people are a little bit confused with this character. It is a really good character. And like I was saying on the top 10 the other day in chat, there's been a lot of cosplay at celebration of her already. So you know that there's a lot of fans of hers. If you could go to the next slides, let's see what happens. I bet you there's some game. Oh, there it is. Canto Bright, the little brother getting beat up. That's what he does. Oh, here's our character on the right. Um, when is like a sixth, maybe seventh tier type character? Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. So uh, if you didn't get it for undercover, I guess. Uh, Bro, he's the leader of the sixth kin. Yeah, which is like... That's like, <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Uh, go. <laughs> well, and also, and his top knot is on point, right? But he's not even like after the main character. He's after like the the level four character in this. Like the guy's name's Just Lucky, and he's after Just Lucky's brother. So like, that's how this, far down the chain of command. Unlucky. I was saying unlucky. No, yeah, <laughs> it is, unlucky. It is. Yeah, he really is. So uh, that's just how far down the chain that guy is. We do get the white worm. You know, of course, because they're in Coruscant and stuff like that. It's always cool. Always cool. We had you know something's coming when you say white worm. Yeah, we had Dick hanging out in our our or wherever Dick was hanging out earlier. Now we got the white worm down here. It's great, really cool. Also coming over from Bounty Hunter, probably around like Bounty Hunter three. You've got um, the Unbroken Clan. They had a lot to do with that when he was originally different storyline, but it seems like they're crossing over a lot. This is actually a the more interesting point about Afra is it seems like they're giving her a link, not they're moving the Vader link away, and they're kind of moving the link to bounty hunters closer into her backyard at this point. Because once you start getting into the Unbroken Clan, you start getting into Valance. Once you get into Valance, then you get into Boba Fett, D Dangar, the Diaperhead, uh, Bosk, and all them, which is very so interesting. Hey, where's the diaper on his head? Um, not their bandages. The guys wore bandages for 120 years. How long do you need bandages? You continue to beat on Dengar. I want to bring up Star Trek again. Diaper. You like diaper head and you like Star Trek. That says a lot about you, not a lot about me. Um, if you keep going down, so they're going to take off. The more important part about this book, too, is they're also bringing another element. 
what she's going to, what she's actually searching for, why she went to the white worm and a little bit else is they're looking for the path engines. If those sound familiar for those people that are reading high Republic or whatever, the Nile or Nihil in the Republic use those path engines. She's trying to find the technology for the path engines. So they're also doing a tie in for the Nihil. Keep going. Well, we got a blue green wants to know if she cameos in one of the upcoming shows, which show it, which one is it going to be? She was already in uh, um, Mandalorian, wasn't she? <laughs> she died in Mandalorian. <laughs> uh, he's a real nice guy. Um, <laughs> the, the next, the, the, if, I mean, that's what I'm thinking, right? Blue green. I think that's what we're all hitting at here. If it's, if they're doing crossovers with some of the bounty hunters, she's having a lot of bounty hunter, like back and forth stuff going on at this point. That may be a place where she could, intermingle like you you got you got black k who probably is going to show who has a potential to show up in o, the obi-wan show obviously because it's in that timeline when he attacks uh ben but you also have got her crossing paths around the same time with a lot of the bounty hunters and now we know that boba fett is in charge of the bounty hunters and a bunch of these guilds that she keeps getting interacting with i would not be surprised I don't think she's that close to it, but I would not be surprised if she does show up in one of the ones that she just dropped, that there's a very high likelihood that it could be that show. I do think it could be, it could probably be bounty hunters. It might be Obi 2 but I would assume it would probably be bounty hunters. Um, next. So coming up, just so you know, there's a couple more one in 25s coming out. When you get eight, that's the regular covers on the left. It looks like they might actually be trying to find the pathfinders at the end. Why I think this is important is because I, I believe that if you look at the way, way right, which is nine, that's the one in 25 for nine. She's holding something that may or may not contain dial data from the Nihil or the Nile. That might be very important. Just so you know, number nine might be very important, which means if it's an important book, you should always pick up the preceding book. If you aren't reading this series, you probably should because there's a lot of tie over and crossover to the other series from Star Wars in it. It's they're only on number seven right now. Pick them up real quickly. Uh, as far as number seven though being like something to go after, I really do think that it was a situation like, look, it's one twenty-five, man. Somebody had to sell those those cover A's, right? Like you had to sell them somehow, and it, it's a hell of a hell of a good idea telling people that there's a first appearance that might be. Not man, I don't I don't know about that face on this one though. That's the A cover. Yeah, I don't know about that A cover. That, the one in twenty-five. I wouldn't be making a very good face either. <laughs> yeah, one in twenty-five though. Uh, that's a, they do a lot of styles like that on the Afro one in twenty-fives and one in tens that have come out. In the that past. looks very Disney adventurey. They do. They do ma- mention it in six. JJ is right. They mention it in six. JJ, do we do all right here? Because I know he's upset. A lot of people aren't reading this book, so I just want to look up my boy there and make sure that people knew what this book was about or this series about. It's a great series. Like I said, it ties in a lot of stuff, um, and. Yeah, they're tying in High Republic. They mentioned High Republic early on. They mentioned the Nil early on. And then, of course, with uh, the White Worm, they bring up the Path uh, engines. And if Ro, who was, who's the leader of the Nile, Nil now, he's the one who pretty his dad invented those Path engines. So that's going to be pretty interesting how they do that. It'll also be interesting if they incorporate that somehow into the Star Wars universe. Because that would give certain people, maybe her, because I don't think she's going to turn it over, the ability to bypass the true hyper lanes, right? Like she'll be able to go anywhere in space she wants. So maybe that's a way that they explain 
why she, that you don't see her through most because like her storyline right now is during like this is going on during like Hoth, right? She in the beginning of this series, she goes to Hoth, the base at, at Hoth and stuff like that. So she's in the main storyline. Vader's obviously still alive at this point and everything like that. So it'd be a way to explain how she can go place to place and avoid the Skywalker uh, saga. Nice. I know you didn't get upset. I was just joking, bro. JJ didn't get <laughs> He was just like, does anybody read this? I think is what he said. And I saw it and I said, oh, I got to take care of my boy. Um, anyway, so the answer to that covered. question is no. Nobody reads it. No. <laughs> they just flip it. Nobody reads it. Oh, no, JJ reads it. And they actually cover star in the original That's series. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, there is some, there's some great covers and, and there really is some great stories. Patrick knows it. Obviously, he reads it too. So nobody reads it. There's two guys who just who read it in here already. So you should add it to the reading list. Try to go back. Don't go out there. Listen. I can say I read it too. Doesn't mean I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but he mentioned the Ashley Witter covers. So he had to know that. Well, I guess I'm he should get it. I believe kidding. in Patrick. Um, I would say it is good to go pick it up. Definitely. Especially with the ones that are coming up now. I would not pay whatever the eBay is on, on that. Just wait a couple weeks. It'll be back down under. You can get it for under cover. Or maybe not. What do whatever you want. Um, but yeah, you can get it. <laughs> Such promising uh, advice there. Uh, the current, you know what? So Joel's, we're actually doing some stuff. We're going to release, I think, within the next week, the last Vader book, and then we're going to when the continue that for monthly, so that you guys will get it covered in one of our shorts with the Star Wars stuff now. So we'll cover the Vader stuff because we do like it, and then when the arc ends, which should be coming up here soon, we will recap the entire arc for the Vader book. It's very good. They do introduce a lot of stuff in that too, which is interesting. Um, I know a lot of people like that. The Bounty Hunter series is pretty good. A lot of these mini series are pretty good. The Star Wars series as a whole sometimes is trying because they do the the split book in that. But out of them, I would say I'd have to say I like the Bounty Hunter book. I know that's not everybody's favorite. Vader and then Afra uh, in that order, and then Star Wars after that. And that's pretty much all I have on this. I know that there's one, um, like a couple. Who was JJ? You have to say here. I know that there's one, um, like a couple issues behind and two got them, but they're just sitting there. Huh. Light of the Jedi. Yeah, you got speed read. Light of the Jedi, right? And that was a good book. It was a good novel. Hopefully, you guys check out that review too. So, what issue does she steal? <laughs> Who's the card you speak of? I've never heard of him before. <laughs> The Federation of Planets, right? <laughs> oh, that seven second printing. Yeah, it's a great cover. Speaking of Vader's, Vader 3, they just hit another record on that Vader 3, the uh and Afra. That Afra just hit a note. There's a big note for the for the variant for that one, which is weird because that variant is the inside art. Like if if you're not reading Afra, or if you didn't read Vader back then. Like everybody's like, why would that be on the cover? I don't know actually why either, because it's part of the interior art of the book where the A cover in the cover changes are a little bit cleaner. I do know this, like people, look, man, I'm always, uh, see what, I mean, obviously we haven't been able to see what's going on at cons this year, but I'm always go to cons and see what's, what's being cosplayed. And this is a character for years now that has been cosplayed. So that's not a bad thing. So are they alluding uh, to the Nile? I've been no, around. No, 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 because she is, because she goes after artifacts and stuff like that. She, she, they're just saying that the engines are there. She actually did fly in a high, in a high, uh, 
she did actually fly in a high republic ship though which was weird there was one that she found that she flew in but she gets all types of like antiques and artifacts so i think that's kind of how they're playing into that um but no they're not saying that it's around till zero no not yet eric I... <laughs> okay yeah so, he, he sensed it right after john's comment yes about well, the card saddle so now that we yeah. talk about new comics they're saying that um she's definitely a character they've invested in yeah 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 i i mean they are there definitely is you know, I mean, it's kind of interesting because everybody's like Star Wars collectors uh, are going after books and stuff like that. And if you've been to like certain Star Wars events, like celebrations and stuff, they don't really have comic books there ever because it's never been a big part of the Star Wars like collection market, right? Like it's not something like they would, pe- Star Wars collectors will pick them up and read them, but it's not like us who are comic book collectors first. And then we get whatever we're fandom of like this or G.I. Joe or something like that. It, it, it's never been huge in the celebration market or the little marquee Star Wars markets. So I wonder what's actually going to happen with that. But seeing those characters being played out, like Afro was the first one I remember that came strictly out of comics where people were like, okay, cool. They're not even selling Afro stuff at the location. And there's people dressed up with, which was very interesting. And now that's been a couple of years. Is Bilbo from the future? Or am I just misunderstanding his question or his comment? At a one in twenty-five for Vader three, get off the rack and CDC nine point eight. Sold at early twenty twenty-nine for three hundred fifty bucks. What is he saying? Sure no, two thousand and nineteen. I think is what he's. I think he just put an extra two. Okay. In yeah, yeah sold it early in two thousand nineteen. Yeah, that's unfortunate, Bilbo. I you should that. I mean, it was the interior. I can see what he's saying though, because it was like who. It was a one in twenty-five. And it was interior art. Like who holds on to a book that's one in twenty-five in interior art? But if you did, yeah, I mean, but if you believed in the character, you did, and you're going to be doing okay here in the future. Uh, there's a main character, Tarkin talks about, I can't read the comments. Somebody's got to say something because I can't do both read comments and do this. And I mean, you're just, you go solo, what can you talk Star Wars, bud? <laughs> Start with what you know. Don't just stand there, there looking dapper. When I started, I didn't think Afro was going to be the character. I'm, I'm surprised that she's held on for this long. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. Um, a lot of her new stuff, I still have not read. Um, I am. I finally got frustrated with the way everything was going because I had forgot some of it. So I went back and I'm starting and I started read. I'm over halfway through the first volume of Vader again to understand better. Be just because it had been a little bit and I had just forgotten and missed some of the books. So I'm getting a lot more of the backstory again. And it, it makes a lot more sense now to me reading it, you know, a second time and really making sure uh, I'm diving deeper and paying more attention to it and, and the story and how it carries out the, the first go around i really thought they were going to kill her off and it was just going to kind of be a a done deal and um so i think it's really cool that the way that they're keeping her in i don't know that we're going to see any live action afro for a while i i I mean i hate to be a a pessimist i think we'll i think we'll see her before we see a darth revan we just got two of the same question in the chat but um blue green ass casting for afra question mark and then ride or die asks, who would y'all cast for Dr. Afra? Okay, that's not where I, I mean I I 
That's not where you shine. Yeah, that's not that's where you're passing people, isn't, passing people isn't my forte. I can hardly name the character. I mean, I can hardly pronounce the characters' names correctly in the books. So, like, if you want me to start trying to remember actresses' <laughs> names, come on, get out of here with that. Yeah, yeah I know, but you can't do her. No, no, and not dorky enough. Like, you have to have it a little bit dorky. Uh, or I think then Mon, who I mean, I look, I'd like to cast her in a lot of like saying that she is a fa- of geekdom you know what i mean she came up through g4 and everything like that so i always like to have fans be casted in characters that they would be fans of you know what i mean uh so joe patchy okay yeah, maybe. <laughs> <Danny DeVito>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no it's it's cool i'm glad that i just i don't see Dr. Afra is, is coming to, I, I think you're right. I think we'll see her before we see some other stuff very yeah. much. So. Um, I, I just, I think we're still easily two to three years out before you're going to ever see anything. Dr. Afra. And I could totally be wrong. I mean, they may just, they may just decide to, to punch it, you know, especially if we start seeing cons again, I think that, we're definitely going to see a lot more cosplay of Afra. I think that the fanfare for Afra is huge, and and I, I think that the con response is what really fuels a lot of that. So with them not being able to see that kind of response from the fans, I don't I don't know that anyone's sitting at home keyboard warrior warrioring Disney to to do a Doctor Afra live thing I, again. I could totally be wrong. Um, they got one in twenty fives going out for for number nine in this book. Right? Doctor, they have that means that means there's a decent amount of people that are ordering at least twenty five copies of what's supposed to be a minor character in a glimpse. Like this is remi- reminiscent of other stuff that happened in the Marvel universe where people were overlooking small characters like oh I don't know Miss Marvel or stuff like that is very reminiscent of that. Uh, there is a lot of fanfare on this one because it won a war to the history behind this character. When they try, some people said they didn't want this character around. Uh, I think that this is something they've been planning for a while and they're just waiting for the right time. And now that in the books, they are linking her over like that. She has, she, there's a lot of characters. Somebody put it up here and it said something to the effect that is she linked to a lot of characters or something to that effect. She is. And also the one thing that they did do is they put the book out with her too, where it was the complete audio book. You can't actually get it. Um, and that did pretty well also. So they know there's a big fan base for this already. Cause that book came out like a year ago. They are, they know there's a big fan base for this already. I think the fan base isn't the question. I just, the question is how they're going to fit it and mold it in. And if they're going to give her a marquee spot or which I think they're going to do instead is introduce her in a couple of different, almost like, uh, cameos in different movie or different TV shows across the board and then bring it back in from there. And I think that's probably sounds more likely what they're going to do. They'll just cameo her in certain areas. And then the next thing you know, she might do a spinoff to have her own. Spin-off. I honestly think you're going to see, I know blue green just said something about the video games. You're going to, I think you're going to see a lot of these characters show up in the video games before you see them show up in live action stuff. You think you're going to have her in a video game? Oh, well, I mean, hey, look, they're doing that open world thing now, right? Like, I don't know if you guys, Matt, you brought this up before and we were supposed to do it last week. They brought up that, you know, they're not just doing the EA stuff. They're going to keep that stuff, but they're also working on doing an open world thing. And I 
think when you start doing that, you're going to see a lot of these characters revive because if you can do open world, kind of like when you played back through Old Republic and stuff like that, you're going to be able to introduce all these characters kind of like they do on the mobile games and you'll be able to have a lot of choices. And I think they can base a lot of it off of, off of that also. But I do think that they're going to, I mean, like to see some of the gaming people like star killer and stuff like that before you see a Dr. Afra. No, I, I don't think so. I mean, maybe, I could be wrong. Can we see her in like fallen order too? I would. Yeah. I mean, you could definitely see her in a fallen order too. Yeah, for sure. Like, but that's just one more step, right? Now you've got her, you've already got a book out for her that did pretty well. You've got her in comics. You know, if you could do a full novel on her and have her in, in a video game, I think you're going to get pretty close to like, that's when you know it's knocking on the door. If they don't have her cast already, they might pull her out. I think you'll get a lot of that. I mean, I think you're going to get a lot more with this storyline, how it's going and linking with everything else. The Star Wars boards are kind of, Interesting, because they've started to really get into looking for some of the comics, especially with the High Republic stuff. They're starting to actually get into looking to see if they can finish it because they like the storyline and they want the storyline to happen. If that happens and High Republic gets mentioned in a book, i.e. Dr. Afra, and all of a sudden they start going after this run because they want to finish the run because they want it to be a run. Re- they want to fin- read the run, right? And this has direct impact on that. Then, yeah, I think there will be an upcry for that character, just like you saw with Ahsoka Tana, just like you've seen with Bo, just like you've seen with a couple of the other characters who, I mean, yeah, Tana was a big character, right? And Exley had a lot to do with that, but like Bo and, well, you know, a couple kind of old characters. That kind of enforces my point. How long was it? We had a huge uprising for Ahsoka for a long time. How long was it before you saw her live action? It's now 2020 in live action, and a lot of people well, cried for her for quite a while. Right, but what were what were you going to put her in? Yeah, what were you, getting, were you what were you getting live action for her to the be? Force, in? The Force Awakens or Yeah, but what uh, are you exactly what are you going to put Afra in? You're just going to throw her in an Obi-Wan story where it's talking about his journals when he's walking around on Tatooine. Well, creepily well, but, looking at Luke Skywalker from binoculars from for, Yeah, for for everybody for everybody, for everybody that read the journal or read the trade paperback that came out, we do know that Black K ends up in that storyline and he actually knocks out uh and, and tries and actually almost does he knock out Luke? He might not knock out Luke, but he definitely knocks out Ben. Or, or um, yep, he takes so Obi Wan. Ber- Bernie, Bernie's a little bit of a freak. So he's reading some sex criminals. That's <laughs> that's what Bernie's reading. Some sex criminals. So I mean, you're saying what could it be if they go the journal route? You've already introduced Black Hay there, which is the Wookiee that's usually around with her through a lot of it. Just backstabbed her recently, but besides that, you know, he's there. So you already got a link there. With if you do. Yeah. But he's not he's not in any of those books. I mean, that takes some definitely some creative writing. I'm not saying they who isn't in any of those books. Who isn't in any of those books? Afra. She's not in there with when he when Obi Wan and Black Constantin have their little duel. She's not around there. They right. Well, we don't not 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 in the journals, but you don't know. But that's around the same timeline, and we do know that they're playing with each other. So you don't know how they'll do that. What's that? Careful. Yeah, I know that was close. Was I, just, close. I just, I personally don't see him playing her in that role in that in that point. I, I, I just, I don't see it. I, I think we're at least two years out before we see Afra, and I could totally be wrong. I could. Well, totally I mean, who knows when they'll finally release? I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying she's showing up in Obi Wan. I'm saying if you see him in, if you see Black Hay in Obi Wan, you know she's coming. Like these are the signs that she's coming. Because why? Why else would you do that? 
Like, why else would you introduce that? Vader one, by the way, is the book for that guy. Um, but why else would you do it? You're going to have to do it to introduce her. She's a strong female character that is very popular in the Star Wars. Speaking universe. of introductions and strong female characters, let's talk about some WandaVision. There you go. All right. WandaVision episode three came out this week. Any any guy any of you guys pick up some Easter eggs in, in episode three? There are some interesting ones. You know, I know a lot of the stuff that got retconned in the 80s. There were some cool ones from that. There's some cool things they did for that. Um, you know, they did the Brady Bunch thing, right? No. Yep. Try again. Wasn't Brady Bunch? No. Was try Brady again. Bunch? They did do they did do Brady Bunch in here. That staircase nope. is straight try up again. Brady Bunch. Partridge family. That's what I thought originally, too. Okay, whatever. Uh, so the, out of the 80s, this is definitely off the cover. They did this. This is when he, she was like having the hot flashes or whatever, and the everything was screwing up in the kitchen. Hot flashes. Is that what she's having? I don't know. I've never had a kid before. Uh, Usually hot flashes come when you're no longer able to have kids. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so this was take off. This is kind of cool that they did this. It's kind of funny because they retconned a lot of this 80s uh, series, right? And then they did a lot of throwbacks to it in this series and in the series totally but in this um in this episode two they did a little thing with the names too where she was playing the name game where she did the is it tommy and they only had one and then no it was tommy and what's his name whoever wiccan and, and uh speed's real names is so that so was kind of cool. yeah billy and billy and william tommy, and tommy yeah well no it was billy and tommy which yeah. is the play and then one kid coming out first that was kind of fun too uh what else was fun on that it i gotta say this episode was pretty good i know a lot of people started turning on this episode a lot of people thought i don't know what you guys thought about this episode but i heard a lot of good things with this episode too after i watched it i asked a lot of people just to tell me what they thought about it and they're like well it was the best one so far and it actually was pretty entertaining even if it was the partridge family and not they did they did the three by three square though they matched kind of both of them yeah. I got like the like the intro was more of a, like the with the way they did the like the, the hippie color stuff was more partridge family. And then I think I the, the staircase and then the like the swing set and stuff all reminded me of Brady Bunch. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you guys haven't ever watched the Partridge Family, have you? Well, okay. I mean, obviously a lot of people are saying it's a combination of the two too in the chat. Yeah, these they each episode they span different shows. Like you can see that yeah, they take yeah. bits and pieces from from different shows of that time. Yeah, the backyard um, was very Brady Bunch esque. Very. I think when you watch all three episodes together, I think it's safe to say that you can definitely tell that you know Wanda. This is going on in her head. Sword is trying to snap her out of it, and that's. And that's who you hear on the radio in episode two is who's doing this to you. I think sword is clearly trying to snap her out of it. And that's why Geraldine is sent in there and nobody really knows who she is or that she has no home as they say in this issue, yeah. because they sent her in there to try and, and snap Wanda out of this. Cause she's starting to affect reality. Um, yeah, no, that's cool. Cause she's wearing the, she's also wearing that necklace, right? Which mm -hmm. is the sword. She yep, had the store necklace on it, didn't she? Necklace on. Oh, yep. so this is yeah, this was the other book. Yeah, it was kind of cool because in the 80s, that's when she did like in this book, she does the what if it's a boy? Can we name it? Tom, was it Tommy and the Tommy. other one? Billy. Yeah. yeah. Well, if we have two, we can name it Billy. So that was kind of cool to have the throwbacks to the so, 
yeah, and that birth scene and her her like advancing her pregnancy quick, so quickly are straight out of this issue. Like that was yeah. well adapted. That's really cool. It's kind of cool because they're doing the throwback to the TV shows and they do the throwback to this book, which is kind of dope. And if you kind of remember what we talked about last week, Witch Twelve. So in the issue in the the opening credits for uh or episode two when Vision's coming through the floor, there's Grim Reaper. You see his helmet Mm -hmm. under the floor. So that's cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there on twelve too. He's right there on number Mm twelve. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And then of course you got the twins. Thomas and William, who become um, uh, Wicked and Speed. Wicked and Speed. Thank you. Yes. Well, when they and, change it, so when they retcon Timmy and or whatever, it becomes Thomas and Billy becomes William, and then it becomes yes, Wicked and Speed. Well, yeah. Tommy is short for Thomas, and William is sh- and yeah, yeah, I know, but you fucking yeah, I get what you're saying, but no, but would they they like made a big deal about it in the '81, and then when they changed it in retcon, they made a difference calling it not Tommy anymore and. Tom and stuff like that. If you well, it. the only thing they really changed in the comics is their last names because they were Max. They they were, were Maximoff, Maximoff, and then when they were you know separated, when Mephisto took his his stuff back. Speaking of his essence back, and the kids were disintegrated, and then they were reincarnated into other people. And then it, it their birth is such a convoluted, twisted oh, yeah. Yeah. knot of craziness of how they work back to being her kids. It's just yikes. Yeah. I mean, which is kind of the show. The show's crazy too. I mean, look, it's cool. Cause there's all, I did like the part where they said like, she's not from here. And then it looked like they were going to, the neighbors were going to leak it out and vision started to catch on to what was going on. And I think next episode, we're going to obviously have a breakthrough moment. Um, if you so, watch this. Eric right here. So is Ralph Mephesto. Yes, I think he is. Because she references him constantly, but you don't see him. Mm. And I think I think he is Mephesto. I want to go. They're talking about the vision book. Yeah. No, they're talking about in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. In the show, her like friend who's like seems to be like the know-it-all of Westview always references her husband, Ralph, but you don't see him. And she makes the comment in this one, you know, I always like Ralph looks better in the dark. And Oh, no, no, no. I was talking about, yeah. And she's about- the same one that makes a comment in issue two or episode two. And she says the devil's in the detail. Right. She leads forward right. to Wanda and says, that's not the only place he is. So she makes a lot of uh, dropping a lot of hints. Yeah. A lot of hints towards it. No, I, I think that Mephisto is definitely a, a solid at this point is Viv dead spec now. I think it's just solid. That's what I was kind of answering was that one. Not oh, okay. Okay. Um, so you were to touch on, on this a little bit. Yeah. So this is a book, this is a book. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I have, I don't have a nine, four. I have a couple nine twos, a nine, and then a couple raw copies, uh, but was buying them a couple of years ago for about a hundred and under. And now, you see this at the nine four. I think it's not just this is a recent sale, obviously on Friday the twenty second. Man, uh, hope you guys were were ready for this because it looks like it's going to be. I think that's when people are asking, "Is it manifesto or whatever?" Yeah, like I think it is, and I think that the market's kind of telling us that it is too, which would accumulate that uh, Viv is dead. That's a lot. Is that a that's a lot for a book, man? That's a lot for that book too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, yeah. that's a lot for that book. I'm not touching that book ever, ever. It's out of my. I'm, Silver Surfer's no longer in my wheelhouse. Yeah, game. I mean, Silver Surfer's kind of been picking up over the last couple of years anyhow. Uh, but this is just, uh, this was not my book, Joseph. This was not my book. Um, I didn't get, I don't have that high of a grade in it. But, man, I wish I did because, not exactly where I expected him to show up to was that, you know, I expected, I expected there to be some more Silver Surfer, like something Silver Surfer at this point. Uh, but, I'll take it. I will take it. So right now, though, here. So right now, where it stands with all the moving and shuffling that they're doing of of Marvel movies again, Spider Man Three has not been moved yet. But, um, Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness was moved to twenty twenty two. Was pushed out to twenty twenty two. Nice, Jody. So now I think we're gonna it's. We're, I think it's, it's without question, Mephesto, because I think it's going to lead into that. You're gonna, it's going to start here, carry over into Spider Man, where he makes the deal with Peter for the whole one, you know, one more day thing, and then Strange is going to fix it all in Multiverse of Madness. So, yep. Then Noah gave us one too. The yep. apple, yep, mm -hmm. is about fruit knowledge. The devil. Mm -hmm. So yep. there's the the sword necklace that he's referring to and it's, and it's interesting because she's getting into the whole speech where she's telling her about quicksilver she's telling her about pietro mm -hmm. and then she when when monica or whatever you want to reference her if, in her because i think we all know this is monica rambo at, at grown up right and somebody in geraldine and the show and somebody asked me how is that monica rambo should be a kid remember captain marvel set in the 90s and then there's all so you have the 90s, then all of the events leading up to Infinity War, and then Endgame. This is this takes place right after Endgame, and then you've got that five year time jump in Endgame. So she's going to be an adult. So it makes sense that this is Monica Rambeau. Hey, this is kind of cool. Blue green, good one. If you're east yes. of Eden, west yes. of Westview, that's kind of cool, man. That's awesome, dude. That is that good is, one, blue green. But, yeah, so she she's talking about her brother, and then that's when she sees a necklace, and she's like, "Where did you get that necklace?" And she asks him about you know him dying through Ultron and and all that. So that the actress did a really good job in that scene too, man. She it, it got I was a little it was a little creepy. I won't lie, man. When she started kind of going off in her little tangent and just explaining and talking, and it was a little bit creepy, and then she kind of snaps out of it and oh I, I i don't know i wasn't saying nothing it was it was well played she did a good job yeah it's definitely heating up so here we so this i'm going to touch on this right now what link does the commercial they had about being a goddess reference glad you asked that because here it is find the goddess within so this is possibly a reference to agents of shield season four colson if you watch agents of shield colson references hydra's mind control soap um, it also supports a retcon that they could transform Wanda into a mutant uh, or a sorceress in the MCU. Um, it was first seeded in Marvel Studios, the, the visual documentary. She may, They say that she may be called Scarlet Witch, but also that Wanda's powers are not derived from that. Uh, whether it's altered or uh, merely unlocked, something latent inside her with 
you know, the Mind Stone Loki staff. Um, I totally, yeah, that's, that's deep, man. I totally thought it was a reference to Marco. <laughs> right? I thought for sure. <laughs> Marco's using the Hydra Soak. He's like, yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's a bubble soap. It's possible that the Mind Stone did not grant Wanda her powers, but unlocked her latent ability, her mutant ability, referencing Find the Goddess Within. So, so I think mutants now is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So, they should sell these products like in real life, like the the watch with the little Hydra on the bottom, and and the box of Hydra Soak with the little Hydra, you know, box pie in the back and everything. That'd be they make fortune. So, and then that was the last bit. But then you know, sword, swords rolling all this. Like, I think they're like I said, they're they're clearly there to figure out what's going on and try to get her out of it and why everything's happening with her. And I think they're definitely taking over that that shield role moving mm-hmm. forward. So yeah, especially like if you're going to move into space, like we know we're. we're- think they are you have to have the new shield and of space and mm-hmm. that's what sword is so that's pretty cool i like that there's gonna be a lot of cool and, it's, it, and i think it, i kind of get that feeling that it's going to be that next evolution of the sokovia accords from captain america civil war to kind of pushing that forward so cool. yeah sounds yeah it was definitely a good episode i just saw you know i'm just reading some of the chat it looks like everybody was pretty you know, the first two episodes, it was a little, there were some people who were, hey, I'm going to stick with this. And, yeah, but this episode, I think, changed a lot of people's minds. And it looks like it's turning for the right way. So that's always good for stuff to turn for the right way. I think so. Star Shield. I don't know what that means. All right, cool. Someone said, uh, Reader Die, are all these commercials for bad memories? I think they are. Yeah. I think they all tie into yeah. memories because whenever she doesn't like something, it alters. Like and I like that. Like at the end of the Rewrite. second episode, yeah. Well, at the end, well, at the end of the second episode, she sees the beekeeper and she says no and rewinds. Rewinds it, right? Yeah. And this one, Vision says something that she doesn't like, and it's like a blip, and he says it over again. Well, he was trying to catch on to something. It looked like, and yeah. Then, yeah nip, and you, you could tell he's, he's yeah, definitely he's catching on to what's going on, and that something's hit him uh, a miss, and that you know when the neighbors are all talking outside and she's like what is she doing here you know why is she here you know and he asks if she's in if geraldine's inside with wanda it's yeah are the yeah those people in the commercials could be her parents too because it is it's the same actor and actresses in every commercial so that's another theory is that those are her parents so who's who's running that account oh that's probably mcclay hey brian Good to see you. <laughs> nice. I don't even know who runs these accounts anymore. Yeah. You can put them up there. He said those people in the commercials are her parents. That's cool. Yep. That could be. Yep. Very good. But what did you think overall, Kyle? This one was better. This is the one that, yes, I'm I'm on the uh, the first two I was on the fence. This is the one that kind of it's bring me back to okay, I'm really I'm really wanting to see where this goes and what happens and if it's if it plays out like we think it is. So finally, finally we're starting to see a little bit more of the outside of what you know what I mean? Like, you know, like at the end when it was all in that whole like camp fucking militarized, yeah. like now we're starting to get a glimpse of what, you know, like why where they are. 
Why were they, why were they pulling? Why did they pull up? Yeah. No, I think he's starting <laughs> to get into it, Joseph. I think he's finally starting to, he was one of the doubters in the beginning. I think he's, why, why, if they thought it was her, why were they pulling weapons out on her when she hit the camp that we assume is like a combination of shield and sword? Do we know that, that reason, or we just guessing that it's going to come out next time? I think, I think they are just pulling weapons because of something came out of it and they're not sure what's going on. Um, but I don't, was that, was that even sword that was pulling weapons on her? Yeah. I mean, that's why after this one, after the last two, I was kind of like, okay, can we get to something after this one? I have lots of questions and not like big questions, not like it. Who's the big bad going to be, or if stuff's going down, like it's more like, why was the camp there? You know, what is, are they going to go more towards the older books? Like that was the stuff I started getting. Like you said, who was in the commercials, those kind of things where you're getting into the small details. And like he said, like Noah said, Noah's doing good. Noah, great stuff, man. Keep it up. Soul burn, all good, very refreshing and new. And I like that. I do like, you know, every once in a while, we don't have to binge everything, right? And I kind of like that they are doing the slow burn in this, which is kind of cool. I know not everybody likes that. I get it. Um, but then you can just tune out and then tune back in later when everybody's already spoiled it for you. So. Those are parents. Not sure about that. We grew up. Okay, what else? Anything Charity else? Says, uh, Disney was smart to release the first two episodes at once. So when they got two weeks, two people who were on the fence, Kyle would get pulled in. Yeah, no, that was smart, especially because they had to have that buy-in for it too. I think if they would have done episode one and then episode two a week later, I think you're right. I think a lot of people would have been like, nah. sure yeah, this way it only took them one week to get up. And they were 30 minutes, which was nice so that you wouldn't get you get sucked in for an hour instead of having two half an hours. And that would have been I meant fun. to look at the runtime on this one because this one felt a lot shorter than 30 minutes. I think it was oh the actual run runtime without I think yeah. it was 32 something total. So yeah, you're probably right. Probably like 20 minutes. Six minutes. I think it was only three minutes shorter than the first one or number two. Yep. Yep. Jody has a really good point. Oh, chat loves Jody. Maybe we should have yeah. Jody on here. Um, that people like. It's the, like, I but the only thing in my issue with this is that for everyone who wants something Marvel, I've been looking for Marvel. This is not a good jumping on point if you're just trying to get get into this whole universe. Like it's, I, I feel like it's such a hard jumping on point. Twenty nine minutes. Is that twenty nine minutes full runtime? Sorry, somebody's saying it's twenty nine minutes. Is that twenty nine minutes full full, or is that just? I think including credits and everything, the whole show was thirty three minutes. So actual content was like 29. Yeah. All right, Joel. Thanks. Joel changed the name to Jody. So good job, Joel. Either way. Somebody else put a comment here, though, that you said it's not a good jumping on point. He he said that, or she, somebody said that their girlfriend hadn't watched anything in Marvel or wife. I can't remember what they said. And said that this was actually their first introduction and they thoroughly enjoyed it. So that's pretty cool. 32 minutes, so it's 29. Okay. Uh, everything, it's 29. Okay, they keep going back I'm- to it. Mine did not. She said that if she was watching it without me or someone there to explain it, she'd be so f- fucking lost that she wouldn't want to watch any more of it. Right, I understand so, that. My girlfriend cool. won't watch it anymore. After the first two, she said, I'm out. <laughs> well, people have different tastes. Maybe if McFarlane was in it, they'd like it a little bit better, I guess. I don't know. You know what are... It's a little different. It's not... They didn't do it how they do other Marvel stuff, you know, like, you know, like I made this point last time we, last week was like Mandalorian. You don't need to be a huge star Wars fan to enjoy it. Yeah. Kind of just watch it for what it is. 
Mm-hmm. WandaVision isn't quite the same way. Well, it, Eric Eric asks if he wonders if it's Wanda controlling it. Yeah, go ahead. So how it would work is technically um, Mephisto would give her the ability to do it, kind of like she would be doing it. She would actually be running it, but it would be under hit the dream of him so that everything's kept into place, kind of. That's what the theory is. And then eventually it shatters. So it's like a wish, like the forbidden apple thing they were talking about earlier. Should we sword on the situation? Cool. Yeah, she should resort on the situation. That would be cool to see sword in the next one. That's cool. Yeah. All right. I can live with that. Well, yeah, because in the comic, in the comics, she uses Mephisto's life essence to give twins life in her her whole like illusion. Right. And then when he reabsorbs and basically wipes him out of existence, she she loses her mind, and that's when she like shatters reality and. It's like I said, that whole like twins thing is just so like convoluted rabbit hold. Yeah. Yeah. And how they work their way back to her and the reincarnation. And yeah. it's just. Yeah. Well, here it is. Back yeah. It's, forth on, it's terrible. There he goes. The fourth horseman. CC. There he is. Uh, his girlfriend's so curious to figure it out. Yeah. That it, it's nice to have something that you don't know the ending to, too. I think it's. I, I think, but I think I do. I think that's one of the appeals of the show, though, is like the mystery behind what's going on. But still, if you're trying to understand it from like watching MCU movies, or if this is your first introduction to anything like MCU related, you're you're gonna be lost. And it's there's not as much cooler water cooler talk about this show. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think there will be, but I don't think we're gonna see or or hear from any six of feet that. apart. And tell it, yeah, keep that social distance talk. It's all good. Once it's over, or once it's at the end, and you can kind of watch the whole thing because there's so much that's not going to be told or explained until over halfway through it, it makes the first part of it really hard to watch. So, So if you can't can't binge it, it's not going to turn a lot of people on. They're going to be like, I'm not watching it and waiting. Jody, I think it's because they didn't know what was coming out of the portal or who it was, so they approached it with caution. Or um, it, it could be a it could be a short or, sword and shield yeah. thing too. That it could right. be shields outside and she's with uh, she's with sword shield. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, shield doesn't exist anymore because it was dismantled. Yeah. It was all taken up by Hydra. Yeah. So in the sixties. Whatever, hell Hydra. All right, whatever. Um, it's too late for me to even think at this point. But, um, yeah, because it was dismantled. Can't even watch the show. Better. I, I, I just think that we're not... I don't think it'll be good. I don't think people will really enjoy it until the end, and they can go back and binge it and watch the whole thing and get kind of a quicker, easier yeah. story out of it. It's fun. like I said last week. It's fun for us as comic book fans because we just find the Easter eggs, man, and, and searching it up and a couple. You know, it's got rewatched just for the Easter eggs alone. But it would next week will be the '80s. That would be fun. I also saw. I don't know if you guys saw the Peg Bundy, Al Bundy, Vision, WandaVision. Yeah, that would be kind of hilarious. I think that'd be hilarious if they did a Bundy's type scenario. Family ties. Yep. Family ties. They did a. I could do a Roseanne probably. They are, they are going to do Roseanne, apparently. Yep, Roseanne. So, I like to see Miami Vice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. 
All right. Hey, listen, uh, if you guys are looking for like back to Star Wars real quickly before a second, if you're looking for some of the archive figures, I know they're doing a lot of resets. So black figures and archive figures are hitting your big chains. Go out there and hunt them real quickly. Picked up a couple of the uh, old Thrawns, just so you know. These guys that are coming back out of the archive series. Um, and these guys are, if you go to Wally World, you can you might be able to score one of these for $2 because they're such a popular character. If not, you can go to your famous Target and get them for 5 bucks. So go out there and hunt for those things because, you know. You know, you're playing with that in the bath tonight, aren't you? Luke will make you cry. Luke uh, is hydrosome. Oh man, you could be in there and you can have him train you, must, and you could try to you could try to get him to fucking use the force to to get Lift the, the X wing, hey. the X wing out of the water. Yep, he totally recreates it. There you go. But just so you know, they're doing a lot of toy resets. So if that's just if you're looking for any type of toy too, I know that the wrestling figures have been hard to find. Obviously, oh, yeah. the Black Series and stuff has been hard to find too. So check your local over the next week or so if they haven't done the resets this week already, because most of them were doing the resets this week you'll see them coming for the chain. So that's your PSA for the day and toys. There you go. Right. Make sure to check out Marco's uh, new YouTube channel, Bath Time Blues. That's right. <laughs> and make sure you're watching the channel for Pete stuff. He did something on muscles for all you fans of the muscles. 80s. Yeah, the muscles. Yeah, the little muscle characters. Oh, They're okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. The little pink ones? Yeah, and they had color variants for all of them and everything like that. He shows you some of the rare stuff out there. Uh, like the belt wrestling ring case and stuff like that. It's not going to spoil. It's a short video. Go to the channel. Check it out real quickly. Uh, Pete Vision, I believe, is his station. So that's really cool to check that stuff out there. Good stuff. Good right. stuff. Great job. Bernie, what's up, bro? Looking good. Still warm, huh? Mm -hmm. You know he's destroying all those books. I hate leaners. I Kyle, really Solo, Mark, do you guys got anything else you want to do this week? Touch on, talk about? <laughs> For those that want to stay up tomorrow, we have a Clone Wars review. I don't know. That's all I got. Kyle, you got anything? No. No? Nothing? Come talk Clone Wars tomorrow. Yeah, Clone Wars. The We're doing the movie, so watch it really quickly during the daytime. Uh-oh, McClay's coming in. We're, we must have gotten too many bad emails about stuff. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the Cold War movie real quickly before we get uh, disconnected and they take off our service. All right. Thanks. I'm out. Later. We got JJ wants to know what time tomorrow, Marco. Uh, we're going to do it 9 EST, I think. So look for follow us on the Instagrams at uh, Tales from the Dark Side underscore PDCST. PDCST. There you go. Solo Wookie. That's why we have you here. Check that out. We'll put out a reminder early in the morning so that you guys can check it out. So you'll have more than enough time to watch that and get some sleep tonight. So please get your sleep, rest up, watch some WandaVision. Absolutely. There you go. Green, good to see you. Eric, Patrick, whole chat. You guys were great again today. No, good stuff. Joe or Jordy, whatever. Also too good. Yep, two different names. Yes, yes, yes. So um, real quick before we leave, we are looking for chat moderators for this show. Um, if you want to try out to be a chat moderator, hit us up on our IG, Modern Comic Mayhem. Send us a direct message to say, I'm interested in being a moderator and we'll we'll give you a a tryout um one week. Um but yeah, make sure you guys are checking out all the shows on this channel. And the chat's great as always. Hit that like button if you had a good time tonight. Hit that subscribe button if you're loving the content. Check out more from Marco and Solo tomorrow night on their uh, Clone Wars review. 
Check out more from McClay and the rest of the Flipside guys on Monday nights. Make sure to check out Comic Book Women on Tuesdays. Uh, check out Ultra's uh, press, or Wednesday Warrior Show on Wednesdays and the Hot 10 on Fridays. And guys, that's it for this week's episode of Modern Comic Mayhem. We will see you guys. Noah, check out the old fashioned. It's great. Okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll see you guys next Saturday. And remember, if you want to take part in the uh, top five books that elude you, hit us up on IG, send us your videos or your list, and we'll read them next week. What, Kyle? Honor of Marco. I want everybody to send in their videos of them in the bathtub telling us. Yes. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Please, Please do that. that. Please. Please have extra bubbles. Uh, y'all, you guys stiff too many bath salts. All right. All right. Guys, have a great enjoy the rest of your weekend go pack go tomorrow and we'll see you guys next weekend